All right, welcome everyone. Session one, wild beyond the witch light, fey wild jaunt, but we're not there yet. I guess uh, last week we had session zero where we just talked about the campaign in general, how people wanted to see a game run, and um, then made a bit of a from background, uh, did a little bit of role play with each individual character for getting to your point where you where you're at the entrance to this to this um, this carnival. And we have a couple of players absent for today, unfortunately. Um, uh, I think, um, Kat, you were as a bounty hunter out of Waterdeep, Neverwinter, if I recall. Sorry, I'm looking off to my side here. I've got, if I'm looking at you, you're, off, you're over there. Um, uh, the, um, and you travelled with an, a partner, the sort of Mulder and Scully type. I don't know if that's the dynamic, but you know what I'm get, get know what I mean. Um, so there's a, a couple of um, um, investigators. Bounty hunters is probably a level one. Bounty hunter might be a little bit too um, stretching the the bow a little, the friendship a little bit too far, but um, or the definition. But investigators nonetheless. Um, but you and um, and Daz, who's we'll just say is off camera for now, is. Um, uh, here, uh, also because you're from this area and had um, had been to the Witchlight Carnival before and had a, have now got a, had a chance and been assigned to come and do something down here in this direction. And he's just given you an opportunity to once again um, enter for fun and frolics. Um, now, hello, Hawk. You also happen to have been in the queue um, and found yourselves along, I think, behind or in front of um, uh, uh, Daz and Galatea. Gal Galatea? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say something else and you'll go, yep, as well, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> tell, tell, me my, tell me if I'm, if I'm out. Um, okay. So, yeah, G Galatea is, um, uh, yeah, You've also been here before, uh, long ago, and um, I think journeyed here from your tribal group. It's a nomadic group that you're from, a group of barbarians, barbarian elves, no, no less. Um, and curiosity, I guess, for all of you, for that matter, um, has um, uh, led you here, as well as maybe other motivations as well. And while you were, you were coming in, you know, one by one or in pairs, um, I don't think I've missed anybody. Oh, yeah, Theodore. So there's a fairy with you as well. There's also buzzing about somewhere. Um, if you imagine yourself going to a carnival and you go from stall to stall, someone with your with sort of drop, your with drops back a little or says, oh, hang on, I'll go and look at this. It would be easy for you to lose track of one another. So... Um, Easy for us to suspend disbelief with some players not here today. Uh, you'd also been uh, encountered a couple of people who've come from the carnival and have been given leave of absence, so they've got their day off. Um, now, one of them was uh, Selith, a um, Harringon, so rabbit folk, and she said that she would eventually, well, she'll come and seek you out. 
but she's got a shift um, that she needs to do on on one of the rides and in addition odin now we're just going to have to retcon this a little bit um there's also a goblin who is at the um at the front counter as well and oddly when you arrived i'm just trying working through last week's um the, the end of last week's session um instead of having to buy tickets the um person on the ticket booth said hang on a sec um rummaged around and said oh you've 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 uh, got some free tickets here, a mysterious benefactor, and uh, they've got your names on them. And what's even more strange is there's, you know, five or six tickets, and it's all of you people in line, so um, somehow you've come together. Not only that, but um, um, Odin and Selith, your names, and there are tickets there for you as well. You've been on some of the, these rides before, but... Um, uh, in this instance, for this for this particular carnival, you've 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 got absence of leave of absence, and so um, I think Odin, um, you're you're here to um, somehow. I think it was Seleth that introduced you and said, "Look, I've got a." Um, I spoke to Mr. Timms. This is Mr. Timms is um, the turtle and very uh, ancient witch-like hand who um, Selith and you are both friends with. But um, she says, oh, look, I'll, I'll catch up with you guys later, but if you guys can show the, show everyone around and show them the ropes, and um, uh, I've got my own ticket here, so I might stamp a couple of things as I go, but I'll catch up with you. And so if there's anything you're, you're, between the three of you, you're sort of presented with oh we we don't actually know each other but what what would you say I'll, I'll throw it open to you guys for now. So does no one else find it concerning that they have one name somehow? Hmm. I I don't really know. I guess it's a little concerning. Unusual that there be one for me. <laughs> That's true. I mean, is that normally how it goes? The workers can't just do what they want. You need a ticket. Yeah. On our off days, we normally have a chance to do a few things. Those, but. Normally not needing a ticket. Yeah, you would normally, you, you might just get a free ride or when there's a slow time, you know, one of your, uh, one of your mates might um, give you a spin in a ride or you could practice some things. You wouldn't really do the games as such because you'd have opportunity to do that over and over and always win. Um, but uh, you've been here for some time and it, I guess it's lost its luster some time ago. Um but yeah, it is odd for you to have a ticket and so have a certain number of things that you can do as a customer. Uh, um, but the, whoever, you know, whoever supplied these tickets might not have known that, I guess, or... Um, yeah, it's a, there's, there's no accompanying note or anything like that. Well, well, I mean, to that point, so you work here and you don't know how this would happen. 
Not quite, no. It's unusual enough for me. But sounds fun. I've never really enjoyed it as part of a group. Ordering a ride or two by myself, which gets old quick enough. <laughs> I so I think I've been here before. I just can't really remember a lot. It's just, it's just weird for me. It sort of adds to the whimsy of it all, really. I mean, if you think invasion of personal privacy is whimsy, I, I, I can give you that. <laughs> Well, regardless, if we're here, what's, uh, what, 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 what do we do? Well, what I'll do for the, for, um, the purposes of this size, I will group your tokens together and we'll move to the map so that you can actually have a look at the map and I can then describe what you can see beyond because you're actually within the, within the circus already. Or, or you know, at the at the entrance, and you've paid and ready to go in. Um, copy. All right, which like carnival? Now we did have a look at this before. And you can hear, in the distance, a calliope. I'll turn it up a little bit. And what's odd is it drifts across the whole carnival, almost as loud as in your ears, as as if you were sitting next to it. And as you've approached up the line, I'm just pasting your, your characters in here now. So there you go, that should resolve now and you can see you're at the ticket booth, just beyond. <laughs> Something I prepared earlier. And if we look over to the, the big top extravaganza in the top right, I can draw your attention to it. Top top right, the other right, left. Um, there's a time counter. And so if you, um, you can see on your map of the carnival, and this is effectively what you're looking at here, there's a timer. And you can see I've got a little clown symbol there. And um, this denotes the sequence of time throughout the evening's events. Sun's just gone down. And there's a big top extravaganza at midnight. And he's the goblin... Uh, goblin, uh, goblin? I forget now. The, the ticket, um, ticket master looks at you with his spyglass and says, Make sure you don't miss the big top extravaganza. Nothing will... You'll always remember the events inside that tent. A spectacle. And of course, at the end of the evening, before closing and everyone is asked to leave, there's the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch. And you can see that marked on your map. And I'll, cr I'll crank this, the music, I'll, I'll generally, what I'll do is, um, for effect, so you can have a bit of a listen. I'll crank it up at the start and then just move it down so it's more background. Otherwise, and if sometimes I can't hear it as loud or um, as what you might, 
So if it's it, if it is uh, interrupting your strain of thought, let me know when it comes to that. I'll also draw your attention to the bottom corner. And this is just another scale which we'll come to later on. You can see I've got it right in the middle here. And it's just a, um, a scale of, of clown faces. However, let me have a look. Ticket booth, I'm just going to zoom us right in. Whoop. There we are. Odin, Galatea and Hallowhawk. And from there, okay. So from the um, from the ticket booth, just beyond, you can see and hear the calliope music. Um, further beyond, there's a big top. And there's a, a, a variety of stalls as well. Just to your right, fairly close. Uh, sorry, uh, I won't say right. Just yeah, just off to sorry, just off to the left or to the west. Um, you can see this giant teapot surrounded in um, uh, a ring of little huts and shops and tents and things. There's people in stilts walking along. Um, uh, throwing sweets and flowers, and a lot of viewers, a lot of view, a lot of um, uh, festival goers, kids and things running around, picking them up, following around these these stilt walkers just inside the booth. Well, um, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. Uh, either of yours. Oh, right, um, well, I'm, I'm Hallowhawk, I travel around, let's say, um, and you? Uh, Galatea, and that's really all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You may call me Odin, at your service. <laughs> Odin's got a tuft of black beard, I think, and a tuft of hair on top, about the same shape and same uh, same length. Is that that right? Yeah, essentially bald, bar like just a small little tuft of uh, <laughs> range of black hair, same as it is on a pointy chin. All right. Your dangling earring on his very long ears, Frank Reynolds. <laughs> so, is that your name, or is that just what they call you? Oh, that's my name. I picked it myself. Ah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps we could get more answers if we asked around the park. About the... about our names on the... on the tickets. Yes, right. Um, well, Odin, as it were. Um, what, what is this circus? I... Pretty sure I've been here before when I was younger, but I, I don't really remember much. I guess well, it's the Witchlight Carnival. It's a rather unique carnival. It'll pop up in places here and there. Full of uh, magical, unique 
attractions. Fun for all shapes and sizes. Right. Um, and it's done for money, or...? Yeah. I, I, I'd imagine that's what a carnival does, right? Yes. Would be for profit. Alright, well, who, who, who runs this thing? So, um, being as a witchlight hand, and same with Selith would 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 give you the same thing. Is um, they know that the um, the carnival is run by two mysterious elves um, called Mister Witch and Mister Light. Um, but apart from that, they've had really no no dealings with them. Um, you know, the, these are sort of witch-like hands are more the people who help set up the tents or run the stalls and things like that. And, you know, far from being main attractions or, or um, you know, key personnel. So uh, um, the, the witch-like hands would generally keep to themselves, have the same sort of little ring of caravans and tents and eat, eat, to the, eat by themselves. Um, uh you know, you would know of and have met the main attraction type personnel in the in the in the place, but you've never even verbally exchanged words that you can remember with the the owners. You would have seen them though. You know, yeah, two elves in ostentatious gear. That was Mr. Light and Mr. Tint. Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. And um, as you're sort of, I'm just going to, I'm going to move you now um, to another map, just so that we've got some, some ground. Don't know if you can recognize this uh, Calliope music, it starts to... <laughs> Queen is everywhere. Um, okay, you can see there's some stalls here. And... This 12-foot tall tree comes walking, striding um, down, the, um, uh, down the path. It's garlanded in, in ribbons um, of gold and marches through the thoroughfare. There's emerald clouds swirling above the tree um, and, they, and it rains down these golden spilling, spinning sycamore seeds. So sycamore seeds are shaped like a propeller and they'll just and slowly, slowly drift down towards you. And fairgoers are thronging around this tree trying to catch the seeds. Um, and as the seeds uh, gently fall, there's this um, uh, squirrel scampering amongst its boughs. 
also handing other treats, looks like flowers or little colourful objects, to, to select passers-by. And uh, this tree passes by yourselves. You're, you know, not looking, you're looking a bit uncertain um, of where to go or what to do. And um, um, this, this um, uh, tree person sort of smiles at you. This is benevolent smile and sort of gives a bit of a shake and all of these sycamore seeds and things come sort of spinning down. And you can see there's a couple of other fairgoers darting here and there trying to catch one. And... Uh, Peculiar thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see. Just jumping to our chat. Okay, so um, Galatea, this little red squirrel comes scampering along to you and um, uh, hands you a dandelion. You know, it's, it's fluffy, ready to, ready to blow. He says, hello, miss. This is for you to make a wish. And then he darts off and gives one to you, Hello Hawk, and another one to you, Odin. Oh, why, thank you. And so if you do want to blow and make a wish, don't say it out loud on the, uh, in, 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 on the, on the stream. But what you could do is um, uh, type your wish into the Roll20 chat. But don't say it out loud. Galatia is going to withhold from blowing and just kind of stick it in her, in her belt. Okay. Her okay. All right. And uh, the um, the little squirrel um, points to you and says, "Catch one, catch one." And this is to somebody else, and another person catches one of the um, the sycamore seeds, and then squeals with delight, and then sort of runs off to tell another patron that they're with. Take in a big old bread and almost suffocate on it before I blow it out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Hellhawk's kind of kind of off to the side, just kind of looking at everyone else to see if their uh, line of sight is kind of waylaid and not like looking at him. He's gonna quick take uh, take a quick puff and blow it. Okay. Awesome. I'm just going to put the others off to one side here. And um, uh, Galatea is hanging on to hers, is that right? Now what about what about these, um, these sycamore seeds? They're pretty tricky because um, of the way that they spin as they come down. He says, don't let it touch the ground. They'll lose all their, they'll lose all their juice. I, I guess if any comes kind of in my vicinity, I won't go chasing after one, but if there's one that kind of comes near me, I'll try to... Yeah, okay. Try to relax it so, <laughs> okay, so if there's a, a wedding bouquet going over someone's shoulder, you're not like climbing over 20 people to try and grab it. But if it comes your way... I'll, I'll let 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, lo and behold, one does choose you, but um, you, you're going to have to do some work. Can you do a um, dexterity check? Just a straight D20. How did you go? Oh, three, a natural one. Is that right? No, I'm not reading that. So you sort of buddy fingers it, oh, ee, oh, 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 and it hits your hand a couple of times, slips through your fingers, and then chuk, 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 bonk, and lands. And there's this little little puff as it lands. Sorry, I've got a bit of a cold, so I'm uh, every now and then muting. <laughs> you'll you'll realise why. First roll the game, guys. All right, let's get that out of the way. Is anyone else wanting to grab one of these things? Okay. I would try and grab a handful of Annie that were within a half full around me. Yeah, sure. Okay, do your, do your dex check as well. How'd you go? Call, call out your number so that I... Uh... That's a Oh my god. <laughs> Natural 20. Okay, alright, so you just like, you're like Mr. Miyagi with the flies. Um, can you roll a d8 and see what happens as the, you feel this magic being expended? An 8. An 8. Okay, you get the, you, you, you get the luck of the sycamore suffusing you. And it's a little bit like inspiration. Um, you get a D8 that you can roll whenever you want to, and, and add it to any ability check. Um, it'll last till the next dawn. And um, you see someone else grab one, and theirs turns into. And that, you see some sort of teenager say, "Oh, gold, gold!" And you know, that's paid for my ticket. And uh, one sycamore seed turned into a gold piece. Okay. Um, the little squirrel says, "You can have another try," and the, you can see it's sort of raining down. This um, treant sapling looks down at you, smiles benevolently again, and doesn't does another shake, and uh, then just goes to speak to you. I grow fruit. I grow fruit. <laughs> well, ask and answer, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I grow fruit. <laughs> is, is there fruit visible? Um. No. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's, there's a. There are fruit visible. Or at least, you know, what might... You don't know what they're going to turn into. I'm not ripping off Guardians of the Galaxy at all here. <laughs> <laughs> well, if this uh, benevolent gentleman grows fruit, can I... Is any in arm's reach? Um, yeah, with a bit of a jump. With a bit of a... 
um, acrobatics or athletics. It's far from a treant, you know, you're not going up, you know, <laughs> six meters or so, but um, you might be able to reach up and grab a piece of fruit. Could you pass me one, too? Uh, oh, see what I can do. He's pretty insistent on it. Okay. And, and I, will, I will try to do so. Okay. Dex dexterity. Uh, I mean, athletics or acrobatics. It's either a big jump, so strength. Okay. 18. Oh, okay. All right. Um, okay. And you come down with, um, with two apples. They're a little bit small, but... Um, so, um, but they, they look ripe. Uh, all right, here you go. Okay. Um, Pass one to Odin. Your thing didn't turn into gold like that person. So do it. What, what, what does yours do? Uh, it's a seed. It's lucky to catch a seed, so I'm going to hold on. All right. I, I love apples. May I have yours? Sure. No, okay. Yeah, he asked for it. You, you can have mine. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Seems like such a bizarre thing. I grow fruit. And he sort of gestures at what's in your hand. Oh, I'm go feeling... on. He seems expectant. Yeah, I'm feeling rude right now. Yeah. <laughs> Take a bite. Take a bite. That's all I've got here. Okay. So for you, Odin, um, you take a bite, but it doesn't seem to be infused with the same magic um, as the sycamore seed when you first touched it. But for Galatea, can you um, roll a d8 for me as well? How'd you go? Six. Okay, so um, two things happen. The, the remaining part of the apple that, that you have in your hand um, turns into a gold piece. Um, but you fear, yeah, and you are quite surprised by that, um, amused by it. In fact, so much so that um, this has lightened your mood, Galatea. Um, so much so that you have gained a new personality trait. Um... And at least for the next 24 hours, until the next dawn. Uh, that, that, that trait is, I am easily amused. <laughs> um, and, if you've got, and if you've got any conflicting character trait, like, you know, your Clint Eastwood, Charles Bronson, <laughs> whatever, um, that personality is suppressed for the next eight hours in then you normal services resume. Oh, wow. Oh, and this place seems to give out gold. How, how does it make a profit? <laughs> You'll end up spending it. Yeah, fair enough. That's interesting though, anyway. I wonder what happens to the rest of the apple you swallow. Does that turn into a coin? <laughs> You'll find oh, out. I really hope not. <laughs> Right, did, did it taste like an apple? Yeah. Hmm. Well, this, this place certainly is uh, something else. 
truly is. What a bizarre thing. Well, if you uh, want to visit an attraction, we might come across someone that knows why we were tickets there. That would be a witch like hand, the ones manning them might know more. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I guess so. Um, and that's kind of cheap on my mind, but um, I mean, you work here, we don't. Well, okay, I saw that they have this like Silver Song Lake thing. I, why don't we all go there first? It's as good as there is any. Silver Song Lake. Okay. So you stroll through the carnival. I think the Silver Swan Lake is is um, towards the north end of the of the carnival. I think it might be in your journals. I think I shared the map of the carnival in your journals as well, so we don't need to switch to the map itself. Um, and as you're as you're walking there over the course of that because that's quite a hike you know sort of like when you go to the zoo you sort of look at the map and sort of pick your way where, which path you're going to go if you go i'm going to see the lions and you go Poof, and then you've got to walk across the thing and if you sort of you might find yourself zigzagging but at least initially you're not tired or anything um all excited about you know everything that you're experiencing um uh, someone calls out to you hey hey would you like to play this game one punch one punch is all it takes and um, I'll display what you see in the in the chat. Whoops! That's, uh, there we go. There's a statue of a rabbit with floppy ears, and um, it's got a unicorn's horn, a golden unicorn's horn, poking out above the um, above its head, like a unicorn. Um, this El Mirage is no mirage. Adorn its horn with two or three fring rings and win a prize. And you can see people are, you know, they've got, they've got their tickets and what they're doing is handing the ticket over and um, the person in the booth will punch their ticket. So you've got eight each and you've, you, so you can do eight rides or eight events or eight things. And um, you're in a bit of a sideshow rally that you've walked through and uh, there's lots of these games you can join in. And this one looks like it's... Um, you know, you need to be pretty agile to do this. You're trying to flip a, a ring, a, a hoop, over the top of um, the horn of this Almirage. And he looks to you and say, Oh, you all looked very nimble. Elves and goblins each. Fancy uh, testing your skill against the Almirage. Oh, uh, hello, you You look very spry. You should try Odin. Yeah. And I kind of um, lean down, which is um, a little bit of a distance to close. <laughs> um, well, give it to me straight. These things rigged. You're so silly, Hallowhawk. And as you as you watch Hallowhawk and 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 um, and Odin, the three of you, in fact, you see someone having a go. And um, it seems as at um, random intervals um, around the tabletop where the Almiraj Al is sitting, 
someone goes to throw the hoop and it's spinning through the air about to land and the Almiraj does a shadow step and um, purple mist appears at its feet and it disappears and then appears somewhere else and the ring misses, um, landing exactly where it was. But um, the, 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 the person running this says, oh, no, oh, you've got to be quicker than that. You've got to catch the Almiraj. He'll move if you, if you take too long. Um, but here you go, and you, and you can see that everyone, um, for their hole punch, they get three ring tosses. You pass pass your ticket. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's it. Okay, Galatea. Galatea, oh, all right. Um, eh, why not? We're here. All right. And I will uh, just kind of hold it out. Okay. So you do that. You hold it out. He punches it, and he gives you three golden hoops. And he says, I'm sure you can do it. You look very agile. Gather round, people. We may have a winner. Oh, God. Come on, Hal. I'm here for you. Okay, hello, Hawk. Um, now, you can, you can, watching this, a couple of people go, you can see that it does. Um, it, it, it's Once it appears, it does stay it's not completely random it'll stay for a few seconds and then pop then pop then pop and and, and pop about the place um and so uh, you know if you're quick as soon as it appears you could go for it but you just don't want to take too long with it so you um, get a chance and you can try and toss toss this ring it'll take a um, dexterity check um if you have if you have um any other special skill that might help, then let me know. But otherwise, it's a straight dexterity or a proficiency. So looking, so kind of looking at the the setup here, it's it's like a, just a square wooden table with this uh, this rabbit yep. facing me. Yeah. Yes. Um, looking past the table, um, what's like behind it? Is it like immediately tent wall or is there like a little bit of space and then tent? There's a, there's a little bit of space and the, um, the, the person who clips the tickets and hands out the prizes and, and whatnot is behind that, behind that table and there's prizes up behind them on the wall. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess I will kind of get my first ring. Um, kind of like a little mini frisbee kind of yeah. turned up. <laughs> okay. Just kind of watch, see um, if it's gonna if it's gonna vamp. I'm gonna try to wherever it immediately comes up, just kind of lock on and go. All right, go for it. Dexterity. Seventeen. All right, so you hook it. You hook it. The hook, the the ring lands, and then he goes. Whoa! I told you, everyone, gather round, gather round. First time up, he's got one. Get one more, and there's a prize in it. <laughs> right. I'll, t I'll take the second one and um, yeah, just kind of 
Okay. Do you have Do you have um, uh, athletic uh, acrobatics? Sorry. Acrobatics. Uh, not not proficient, but I got something in it. Okay. All right. So just so it's a straight dexterity. If um, let's say you had sort of the thrown weapon style for fighting, or you know something along those lines. Okay, that's fine. Straight roll. Then here we go. Oh, we've got a six. Okay, so in this one, it's quite a heavy miss. And um, although the thing does, um, doesn't does teleport, the, the ring misses this one. Now, um, I'm going... There's a th You've got th one more to go and there's a crowd. Ooh, one more. One more ring, one more toss will get you a prize. And um, I'm going to... I'm going to, because I said to uh, Morello, I was NPCing her for today. Um, and one of, your, one of your peers, one of your colleagues off camera is going to give you a um, guidance. That's going to give you a plus D4. Still a pretty hard, to hard toss though. Third one up. Drum roll. <laughs> right. I'm going to. I'm going to give it kind of like a, like tuck the arm, you know, behind the other arm, like I'm ready to go, and then I am actually going to. No, that's the wrong one. I'm going to <laughs> Blessing of the Raven Queen. Oh. Yeah. Right before I cut the ring of it. Okay. So so you magically teleport. Da da da. So where are you teleporting to? Okay. And then just kind of throw it at it. All right. Um, okay, so I'll give you advantage on your throw. Is that what you mean? You're just going to get use your teleport to get closer? Well, now I'm thinking about it, that might be against the rules. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Yeah, not to get closer, but just, you know, give it a bit of its own medicine and just kind of, you know, be all tricksy. Oh, I see. So you're going to throw it and then um, and then teleport as part to, to make it showier. No, the, the intent was to teleport first and then throw it. But if that does put me closer, I, I don't want to like Okay, all right. Oh, you can still do it just to, just to um, uh, make it flashier, but not to give you some, some sort of advantage. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I, I, okay. I Okay, I thought you were teleporting next to it and going, plonk. <laughs> All right, where you go. You can roll your D4 with that as well. We'll add them together. Oh, oh, 17 straight up. Didn't even need the guidance. All right, and the crowd, whoa, he got it, he got it. And then people start queuing up to get their ticket punched. Um, now, carnival prizes. He reaches under the table. And says, for you, for you. And um, can you roll a D8? Okay. All right. And he pulls out this bottle with liquid in it. And he says, this is a bottle of witch light wine. And while the bottle is uncorked, it plays calliope music. Until the bottle is empty of wine. 
and you can, if you put your ear, ear up to it, you can hear um, the just very faintly calliope music. But he says once you've uncorked it, so for the for the time that you're that you're partying, um, you'll have calliope music playing while you're drinking this, until the bottle is drained, of course. Which light wine? And there you go. Now with that, I'm just going to drag us back to the um, to the carnival uh, main map, just to give you an idea of where you're heading. And um, um, with all of this raucous um, uh, happiness of everyone, uh, you've won a prize. You've done a sort of flashy, smoky sidestep. Um, is the music coming from the calliope across the fairground floating towards you um, seems to pick up its pace a little and I'll get each of you, three of you to roll a um, perception check please oh Odin you were yawning at the time and, uh, and missed it with a natural one but both okay um hello hawk you can you can hear this this ch slight pick up in pitch of the calliope um galatea you're actually looking at something um like a uh some colorful ribbons or a tent tent roof and whatnot and just as as um the joy of a successful patron coming at, um washes through the crowd where you are the colors get a little bit brighter um, the fair itself seems to be responding to your success. And I'm just going to move this old clowny face one notch that way. Just here. And I'll shift us back to our map. <laughs> it almost seems brighter. What do you mean? It's, it's night. I don't know. It just seems brighter. Like, like the circus itself is enjoying the day with us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um, did you what? Did anyone want to do any other of these um, sideshow alley games? There's probably one for each um, ability score. You know, there's ones that are strength based. You know, whack the thing. There's um, you go past one and someone calls out, um, "Oh, good sirs, good ladies, good people, good folk, will you dare the poetry competition?" <laughs> what, what are you on about? <laughs> I just think that you're really good. You just have to make up poems on the spot. <laughs> you met me half an hour ago. <laughs> yes, but wouldn't it be amusing? You must try. <laughs> uh. Well, I will admit I am having a spot of fun here. This is, um, it's quite unique. Yes, your grim expression looks very thrilled. 
and you can see that there's uh, a bunch of people and I can I can show you uh, I think a gnome poetry cont contest yeah sound the chime it's time to rhyme you bring the poem we'll bring the gnome so kind of push you We'll be honest, um, you know, I learned a song or two in travels around these parts. Um, eh, gods will hear, aren't we? Okay. Um, and there is, there is a, um, there's a guess the number of feathers on the cockatrice. There's a quite difficult one where there's this ring of ropes in a, uh, ropes in a circle with stakes. And there's this cyclops, enormous probably 20 foot tall but it's sitting cross-legged in the lotus position and it is um with its one eye staring at this halfling that's got its knuckles on its hips and staring right back at him and there's all these people saying he's gonna blink first um it's a staring competition oh god <laughs> <laughs> well i i tell you what galatia galatia I'll do this, this wordplay one of um, you and our green friend here, uh, do that very imposing looking one. I guess so, are you up for it, Odin? I'm up for it, got a pretty mean eye myself. Ah, oh, see, then it's war. Okay. Hopeful, half trepidatious, kind of walk up to the poem one. Okay, um, and I'll show you a bit of a, a bit of a handout. Poet tree. Um, da, da, da. There we go. You should see that coming up. And you're invited up, up onto the stage. And there, there is a um, goblin um, with the same butterfly wings that you all have, um, just strapped onto his back. Um, and uh, he's, then he just comes off sort of shaking his head. Um, he, he must have just lost to the gnome that is also on the stage. And then the gnome says, come on up, come on up, next poet. Uh, all right. And I'm going to kind of hold my, hold my ticket up. Okay. Um, all right. You Is there like anyone else in front of me? Or just no, no, you know, can, you can go now. There's a bit of a lull. Um, kind of. Okay. Um, Do we get an actual poetry slam here? He looks at you and he calls to the ground and he says, I am a gnome who likes to dance. And he sort of 
gives a nodding wink to the, to the crowd and they go, ooh. What about you, perchance? And they go, ooh. And some of them cringe. Um, and uh, then he sort of hands it over to you. This is like um, Eminem at age three. <laughs> There once was a last time Faroon <laughs> who made all the men's flowers bloom. Uh, along came a man and kissed her on the hand, but when his wife came home, it spelled his doom. <laughs> and the crowd goes, <sighs> All right. Um, oh, awesome. So, can you roll me a performance check uh, with advantage? And we have, where is it? Oh, an 18. All right. Okay, so the, they, 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 um, you get awarded whether you, whether you win or not by the crowd's reaction. And, of course, the crowd goes uh, wild for your little limerick. And the gnome sort of thinks to himself, hmm, uh, let me see. Um, he thinks to himself, and the crowd goes, um, tick tock, tick tock, and looks like they're 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 going to start booing him if he doesn't um, doesn't think of something something fast. But his little two line one was uh, a bit of a struggle, and then he goes, oh, oh, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Okay. She'll promise you riches from the vault that you're thieving and cut you with words and not care that you're bleeding. But she needed a friend and that's what I will be. She looks like a gnome, but she's always a princess to me. And he's got a bit of a Billy Joel look about him. <laughs> she looks like a princess to me. And then he starts to go, oh. And uh, he says, I, I haven't finished it. Anyway, over to you. And the crowd's, yay, there's, oh, that's fantastic. And then he throws over to you. Well, everyone, it seems that our gnome has almost misplaced his voice. <laughs> Maybe he should run on home. As is not the people's choice. Ooh, burn! <laughs> okay, give us another another performance check with advantage. Oh, we've got a ten and an eleven. I think they, um, in this instance, they preferred the uh, the Billy Joel. Okay. Um, okay, he says, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Um, he says, 
I don't believe in an interventionist God, but I know, Hallahawk, that you do. If I did, I would kneel down and ask him to teach you how to keep a tune. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't quite get it, uh, the crowd, because he, he, he has to roll a performance check too, and um, he sort of stumbled and, and, and stuck over that one. Okay, so I'll get. Um, I'm going to get you to roll. Let's see. We won't go. We won't keep dragging it on and keep going until you get three successes. I'm not going to. Not going to draw you out over it. But um, you can roll another performance check, please. Unless you've got one up your sleeve that you've been dying to get off your chest. If it gives me advantage, I'll try to string these words that rhyme together. Do that. It'll get you advantage if you can. If you can crank it out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, look at the time. It seems that our friend has lost his rhyme. <laughs> I can almost see Mr. Witch and Mr. Light coming over to wish him a very good night. Oof. Okay. I'm going to class that as because you got you had two pairs there. Um, you can have two uh, performance rolls with both with advantage. You're only looking for a fifteen. Well, we've got a nineteen, and we've got oh the six and the twelve. Okay, so let's see what have we got. We've got one pass, one pass, and two fails. Now you you get to do five poems in this. And you need to have three successes. So you've got one more shot at winning a prize. You got this, Hallowhawk. You don't, <laughs> don't let them get to you. The crowd is on tenderhooks because, uh, um, you know, this is like the best of three, best of five, and you've got two, and you've only got one shot left. Use your height advantage. <laughs> Use your dexterity. <laughs> Do you want to just do a straight roll, or do you want to come out with another two-liner for us? No, no, I, I, don't, I don't want to drag this out too long. I, I can do this. <laughs> Tick tock. <laughs> well, the tree that dropped an apple at its feet, he went and took a big bite. He thought it would turn out sweet, but in the end... He didn't feel right. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Uh, good to have your advantage. Go for it. You need your, need your fifteen. Oh no! <laughs> oh, very good, very good try, very good try, Sir Elf. But uh, this day was not yours. And you see the, what was it, the gnome? No, the goblin that went off before you. We can do it. Do another one. Clip another ticket. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's quite all right. Um, yeah. And I'm going to walk off. Okay. All right. Cut your losses. Now, on your, on your token, if you... 
I'll show you, I don't know if you're familiar with that in Roll20. Um, if you click on your token and then go to the bottom one where you can put dots, if you hover over dot and then put a two, like I've just done there for you, uh, you type two and it puts two in the red dot. So can you keep a track of how many tickets you've had clipped? Can you see that? I weren't we on the right one here? Yeah, we are. Yep. So you can see Hello Hawks had two uh, two ticket punches. Now, uh, Galatea mist gathers at the banks of a shimmering lake near its centre. Um, a mermaid lounges in a giant bowl. And uh, I can show you a handout here. And um, a lot of people are thronging around the edges of the lake and uh, with um, rapt um, attention. And near its centre, you can you can hear the mermaid in the bowl, and she's singing a glorious, haunting song, captivating everyone on the lake shore. And as she sings, the 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 water of the lake rises up and coalesces into like magical, three D sculptures that sort of move around the lake around her as she performs. Now, it doesn't cost anything to, don't have to punch a ticket to come and behold this, what is clearly a star attraction. There's a, there's a large crowd around. Odin, do you see this? Isn't that magnificent? It is. I always love the uh, strange and unusual effects that they add a bit of flair to their stuff. Oh, she looks beautiful from here. She does. Hmm. You're um, you're remarking to one another on how incredible Pal- um, Palush's song and, and performance is. You can hear someone from the crowd. <clears throat> um, uh, uh, say, you sound like a soggy crow. A heckler. And she's by this point. sorry. Yeah, yeah, you know, all three of you are there. I was just saying uh, Galatea is probably ahead being the one um, eager to see it, that's all. You're all there. And she sort of, you can see her eyes sort of look in that direction, but she carries on her performance. No, it's smacking on the back of the head. Oh, the... I'm like confrontation. <laughs> Not like hard, but more of a... Who, the heckler? Yeah. Hard to see in the crowd, but um, uh, Hello Hawk, I'll give you a perception check. How'd you go? Eight. Okay. What about you, Odin? What are you up to? Probably getting away from the heckler. Obviously. Okay. Getting away from that sort of business. Yeah, yep. Um, okay. Um, 
Yeah, you, uh, sorry, you don't actually know, you know the direction, but you don't spot who said it. And, um, <clears throat> but it sounded like a quite a deep, throaty, um, uh, eloquent voice. I went a bit Aussie with mine. I was, you, sir, sound like a soggy crow. Madam. Um, okay, but she carries on. to come if mm. you're just going to hack all the entertainment some people get entertainment from it not nice and a little uh, after a little while she goes back into her performance so she doesn't pause um, there's another voice from another part of the crowd different area um, and uh, oh my god when is she going to stop this is ridiculous Again, that same voice. Hey. Button it up before it's stitched shot. Yep. Do you want to do your perception check and see if you can spot him? This heckler. All three of you can have a roll if you, if you want. Uh, 17 on my end. Ooh, okay. So with that yeah, seven... Yeah. Uh... Uh, 10 for Odin and 13 for Galatea. So with that 17, though, um, you do see someone through the crowd. Um, odd voice for a hobgoblin. Um, and let's have a look. Okay, and um, this hobgoblin doesn't appear to have seen that you have seen him. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd still like to try to do the clip. Do hmm? uh, call out to him or something? Sorry, missed. I'll let you go. Oh yeah, no, just um, yeah, no. So I can see him. I'll, I'll still call out what I did earlier. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you uh, reprimand him, and he sort of looks taken aback um, that uh, he's been accosted, but, you know, challenged. He says, oh, 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 and then sort of sort of walks off into the crowd. Oh, I'm off then. And Palasha moves on with her song. It's a, probably a five-minute performance. Um, about... Uh, a couple of minutes more in, you hear the same voice again, but from way over on another, on a, a, you know, probably 50 feet away from you in the crowd. Ha! Oh, she's going to choke! But it's the same voice. Gods. And I'll get, let, let, let you all have perception checks to see if you can spot the heckler. Oh, Galatea. Oh, we've got a five. We've got a three. We've got an eight. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so, Galatea, you actually rolled. Oh, no. Where is it? I'm just, oh, I can't. I'm just boggled. Okay. All right. So, none of you spot it. You're all watching um, 
watching Palasha. And um, Palasha does stop after the three jeers. And um, and she, the, the, the water statues just splash as if they're a bubble that's been popped. And um, uh, Palasha sort of leaps over the bowl and then splashes into the lake and sort of with a flap of its tail um, uh, starts, swims under, does a bit of a duck dive. Odin, you did recognise the voice. It sounded a little bit like um, one of the performers at the at the show. Um, a mime called Candlefoot. Candlefoot's not a hobgoblin, by the way, but the voice did sound like Candlefoot's. They might have gone to the same uh, um, upper crust school. I don't know who that first guy was, but that guy, Candle. Mm. Mm. All three voices sounded the same, same voice. It works here. He's in mine. That's unacceptable. Hmm. Okay. So, Odin, where does this mime work? Um, where does it work? <laughs> okay, I'll check that. Um, okay, so being a a a mime. Um, he sort of is like the stilt workers. He would walk around doing performances in the street. Whoops. He's not likely to be anywhere specific. He wanders about in his own team performances. If he, yeah, well. he, I imagine then he likely does that to Uderax if he does that to Palashan, actually. Eh, well, if you know what he looks like, just keep an eye out while we move on. Hmm. Just for my own uh, interest, let's say. Also, Galatea. Galatea. Yes. I would just like to posit that I am slightly regretful of letting you talk me into that. That yeah. was a. Uh, not something I'm accustomed to, <laughs> but you do, if I believe, have a staring contest to undertake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I thought you were very good. Very impressed. Yes, I was very impressed as well. You're amazing. It was quite amusing. <laughs> now, those, those were just reworked uh, songs I've heard just moving up and down the coast, nothing special. I looks like they were wanting some more of the bardish inclination, which is not my
Okay. But uh, lead on, lead on, Odin. I want to see what happens when you uh, lose a staring contest with an ogre. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Um, all right. So you're uh, taken, and I've got, uh, did I show you this handout? I'm not sure if I did or not. No, the staring. Staring one, I don't think so. Oh, no, I don't believe so. Uh, here we go. Okay, so, um, Odin, you are presented with this enormous, he's probably three times as tall as you, just sitting down, um, Cyclops. Um... What do you do? What do you do when the eye of the Cyclops falls upon you? You stare right back if you have the stamina. And so you uh, clip your ticket, mark off your one on your on your token, and um, you uh, come into the ring. Um, there's a rope barricade, and they you easily just move that aside and, and step in, and then the Cyclops. Um, blinks a couple of times and looks around at the crowd and then um, there's a um, couple of adjudicators um, and they're both looking at one looking at the Cyclops one looking at you and they're going to indicate when they see you blink of course you're looking at the Cyclops and you'll see when it blinks as well and um, you're just sta standing there staring at um, at this uh, Cyclops um, you do it for, I don't know, 10, 20 seconds. Your eyes start watering. And this is going to take a bit of, um, uh, a bit of an effort. Um, the Cyclops seems to be just bearing down on you. Um, could you roll a constitution check for me? If there's anything else, any other skill or anything else you want to bring, the, bring to bear, you can let me know. But otherwise, it's just a straight, you know... Um, con check. You might have some proficiencies or, or something where that I'm not aware of. Uh, no, only thing I think of might be interfering <laughs> too much. So okay, I'll just go ahead and make a. A con save, wasn't okay, it? Okay, all right. Yep, con save. Uh, con... Uh, constitution check, not a saving throw. Check, yep. Ooh, we have a 12. Okay, so... Um, let me see... Okay, this, con this, this monstrosity is staring down at you and um, you end up blinking and looking away. It's too much. The Cyclops, he's just, he's been, he's spent his life staring. Um, do you want to have another try? I do, I do, I do. I was warming up my neck. Okay. All right. Go for it. Uh, 
How did you go? Five. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right. Try another one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's happening is, as you try, it's just like if you're trying to do something um, like tie a knot or pick a lock or, or something along those lines, and you can't. It's not just once you try, then you fail. But um, if you try again, the DC difficulty goes up each time and eventually you become exhausted and you just can't do it. And uh, this Cyclops has bested you, uh, unfortunately. And the crowd, oh, some people turn away, turn away and, um, and, and others, they look sort of apprehensively at this, at this Cyclops. Was it just okay. um, Odin that's doing that or Galatea, were you doing the Cyclops as well? I was doing the Cyclops as well. All right. So you give, do the high five and, and tag out and tag in um, with Odin. And once again, you come in here and you're faced with this Cyclops, blinks a couple of times uh, and then gazes down upon you. Can you do your con check for me? Unless you've got something else other... How'd you go? Oh, we have a 12. Same start as poor Odin there, who's still rubbing his eyes and gotten the visine out. Um, have your second shot. See if it's all downhill from here. Oh, 15. All right. Um, you steal yourself and stare at this, this ogre that starts sort of sweating. Can you roll one more check? Oh, okay. All right. So once again, he's bested two of you now and you've blinked and, and looked away. And so if you guys clip your... Yeah, it is. And then it, um, uh, your, so your tickets are clipped. Um, and I'm just going to move back. Actually, we might stay here. Just because then you can see what things you want to do. Um, oh, that's what I was checking for you, wasn't I? You were asking about where this um, this mime was. Um, yeah, okay. I forget, what was his name again? I have to jump back to Silver Swan Lake. Uh, Candlefoot, was it? Candlefoot, that's right. Okay. Um, Candlefoot usually operates outside the Hall of Illusions. I don't know if you can see that on your map there somewhere. Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, pinged it. Over past the bubble top teapot and the pixie kingdom. If you wanted to, Halahak, I know where he normally is, over by one of my favourite places, the Hall of Illusions. Okay. Did you want to. Well. Now, Odin, granted, they um, staring contest ain't the most. Uh, Exciting thing at a carnival, albeit unique. Um, what, what's it look like over at the Hall of Illusions? 
<laughs> that's that's the thing. <laughs> You'll find out, I suppose. Fair enough. Um. All right. So you head over to the um, Hall of Illusions, and there's a um, there's a glass cabinet. Uh, let's see. Stands near the entrance to the tent. Um, and it, and a bit beyond is the Hall of Illusions. There's a couple by the tent, a halfling couple. Seems like this whole fair is pretty popular with the halflings. Um... There's a in, in Sorry, what's that? Oh, I'm, unless you had something more, I was just kind of saying in this area, are there any um, you know interesting looking games about? Um, there's an interesting yeah. statue inside the the glass cabinet. It's a wooden mannequin of a grinning, um, raven-haired young woman. She's sort of dressed more like a witch, a young witch green flowing cape um, hovering inside the glass cabinet so it's almost you know floating behind her as if there's a breeze and um, at the top of the cabinet there's a sign and it says this is Tasha the wizard known for her hideous laughter and there's a couple uh, holding hands as you approach the cabinet to have a look um, one of the halflings has got butterfly face paint you know, something, something that you could get done. And um, he, uh, he drops to one knee and gets a box out of his pocket. Um, and uh, you can see, like, you know, something's about to go down. Um, and at that point, his, his sweetheart bursts into laughter. And um, <laughs> you just absolute hysterics and begins rolling around on the ground. And this um, this uh, male halfling um, in the in the with the blue butterfly face paint begins sort of looking around as if he's just been stabbed in the heart, and he um, begins sort of sobbing and then darts into the nearby into the nearby tent. He doesn't get his ticket punched. He's just sort of dashes in there. Um, everyone can have a history check. Just to see if anything is recalled from what's what we're talking about here. Oh, Odin, natural 20. Boomski, you are near the Hall of Illusions. Um, okay, Odin. Um, Tasha was one of the names reputedly used by Igwilf, the witch queen, a legendary archmage. And um, you can feel a bit of um, magical aura emanating from this mannequin and the cabinet. Well, that didn't quite go as you'd expected. I find it kind mm. of amusing, honestly. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I guess that was kind of funny. 
Oh, now I, I slowly feel a little bad though for him. I wonder if he's okay. Eventually, the, <laughs> eventually the uh, lady huffling um, recovers and sort of looks around as if she's looking for her um, her partner. Oh, he he went that way. And she says, "What? What, what happened?" You just thought he was the funniest thing. Oh, no, no, certainly not. He's, uh, he's a strapping, strapping young man. Right, I'm sure. I'm pretty positive he's in a bad way right now, though. Oh, will you go, go to him? Uh, His name's Reuben, Reuben Sugarfoot. Of course, of course. Right, Halahawk, yeah. Odin? She's wringing her hands. Oh my gosh. What have I done? I've ruined it. It's fine. Um, we'll, go, we'll go fix it. Odin and Galatea, can you roll a wisdom saving throw? Okay, so... Um, you're, Galatea, you're, you're talking there to, um, to oh, what's her name, um, to this halfling. And you hear a bit of a chuckle to your left. And um, Odin seems to be trying to hold back a laugh. And eventually, <laughs> and eventually he can't even stand up. He falls over and he's just rolling around on the, on the floor. Yep. <laughs> doing and and you feel yourself overcome by uh um the uncontrollable urge to to laugh maniacally odin you can sense it com you can sense it coming from the mannequin after a minute or so after a minute or so, it dies down and you recover yourself, recover your senses. Oh, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> right, was it really that funny? Uh, no. No, uh, I think the mannequin is doing something. Yeah, you can, you can sense that um, getting too close to this glass cabinet, you could, you could fall victim to Tasha's hideous laughter just by, from proximity. ways to get a laugh at the carnival. Uh, well, uh, shall we find Ruben? Yes, let's do it. Right, um, yes, stay here, we'll find them. Okay. So the three of you head over to the tent. It's the tent of illusions that he's darted into. Large tent painted with a mural of shifting images that show grinning fairies diving into pools of colour. Um, the stripes of the tent's pointed canopies rotate in spirals. So, you know, the stripes that you see, with you know, it, it's, it's almost as if the tent is spinning, but it's the colours of the, of the tent's stripes. The whole display but seems designed to befuddle onlookers. Um, there's a clown dressed in muted garb, and he stands at the tent's entrance just blinking at you. Odd to see it. It's a, it's a clown dressed in grey. He's got a grey nose, grey hat. Uh, 
and so on. And it looks like this this clown is is uh, is the um, the ticket puncher. Uh, yeah. oh. Odin, maybe we can, uh, maybe without punching our tickets, we could get in by you mentioning that you work here. And we're looking for a friend. Oh, uh, yeah, hey, hey there, fella. Uh, a little guy ran in here, he didn't get his ticket punched out of tank. I work, I work here. We're mm-hmm. gonna go get him. He just shrugs at you, he looks very glum. And then he points at his mouth and opens his mouth as if to talk to you and nothing comes out. Shrugs. It's really funny that it's while he's dressed in grey as you get closer, it's more like the colour is leached from him. So even his skin, complexion, his, even his hair, rather than being that sort of maybe ruddy brown or something, is sort of muted. As if someone sort of highlighted him and changed the, uh, you know, the colour scheme to to be muted. Yeah. And can, and you recognise this guy as you come closer. He might have dre- used to be dressed in colour, but um, this is Candlefoot. Okay. Hmm. Candlefoot. Oh, good. Yeah. This is Candlefoot. Is is Oh. Oh. Oh, gods! I do, I do see what you mean. He is, he is shit at this. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I, uh, didn't we? You said that sounded like Candlefoot over there. The ha- the heckler, right? This doesn't seem right. Did? I did. He's listening to you and he looks quizzically at you and then points at his mouth as if he's voicing something but nothing comes out. Seems like he's lost his voice and yet we heard his voice right over there. He gestures with his hand like a pen and a paper or something and then shrugs. Hello, do you have a, a, a scribbler thingy? Like what he, he's, he's gesturing for? Where are you from, you call Quill Scribbler thingy? <laughs> what else do you know? I've got a fucking ink and pen. Here. Okay. So I won't, um, we won't try to, we won't try to, um, you know, he, he, he writes, uh, um, my voice is gone, my voice was stolen. Nothing you would have heard of. Not to have heard of. Oh no, we need to help this poor unfortunate soul. I'm sorry, buddy. But, Odin, you are sure this is the same person? Well, this is Candlefoot, but uh, now that you mention it, the one he saw earlier. 
You would have heard Candlefoot talk like this. And he gives you that whole mime, sad clown thing where he goes to sing and looks around questioningly. Um, he sort of pleads with you, points at his voice. You can get an idea that if he's asking if you can find a way for him to get his voice back. I'm mime that last his voice, right? And I'm gonna whack him side the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's so amusing, actually. I didn't even think about that. Oh, but not that amusing. I mean, we'll, we'll help you. Yep, okay. He, he sort of rubs the side of his head, but it um, nothing happens except for he takes a little bit of a sidestep away from you. Did, did he emit any sound? Uh, no. Halahawk, why? You can't be hitting people. You could get us kicked out. Oh, no, this is called the scientific method. <laughs> he had a theory. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, well, um, sucks. I'll clap him on the shoulder and walk in. He, he starts um, flapping his arms and then moving his head back and forward. <gasps> a cockatrice? Uh, a co uh, I can't even think of the name. Um, Bird. Any points? What are you trying to say? Yeah. What? Did it steal your name? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, your, your voice. She's easily amused. And he, he says, <laughs> and, he, and he, he mimes a sort of someone with like a robber, you know, with a mask and a, and a sack over his head and sneaking like doom, 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 doom. And then does the flappy bird thing, and as if the bird is the robber, and then points to his voice. I can't mime it because I'm not 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 DMing across the table from you, but um, <laughs> otherwise I'd be on my feet. Uh, <laughs> Odin, do you understand what it, what he's trying to say? Something about a bird and like. Some sort of bird. Something. Yes. Are there robber birds here? There seem to be. The game is afoot. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we look for Reuben and get on it? Oh, I, I suppose so. Hmm. God, I just feel so bad leaving him. Should we should we bring him along? He points to his points to his wrist and then points to the Hall of Illusions, indicating he's got work to do. Yes, he's he's on the he's on the job. Uh, but he just under these circumstances. Yeah, he shrugs. He is a mime. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, a mime. A mime, right? Um, it does make work much easier. He gestures inside the Hall of Illusions and and. Um, uh, sh uh, pushes away your cards if you don't. If you want to get punched, he won't. He will give you a freebie. What an attitude to bring to a circus. You're no different than the hackler. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's who that is. That's right! Oh, gods. Well, I guess we should find Reuben, huh? And then and then we'll come back for the, the mime's voice. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, so he heads through into the tall... There's tall mirrors lining the interior of this tent. Um, the mirrors near the entrance uh, reflect... Um, uh, let's see, Odin, you walk and you stand in front of a mirror and you see this uh, tiny toddler goblin in front of you. A little bit chubbier than what you are now. You uh, started to stretch out into your fully adult shape. <laughs> um, and then as you move along, you move into the teenage Odin. Um, and each of you see yourselves at different ages. And eventually, towards the end of it, you can see this completely old, crooked, um, head pointing forwards, jowls coming down, ancient goblin. <laughs> In your autumn year. <laughs> you can just see the wisdom on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just dripping off your jowls. Um, and it's a bit difficult in here because they're not just lining the walls, they're all over the place. So there's a bit of a bit of a Enter the Dragon type thing going on here. But you do see um, in one of the mirrors a halfling sort of dashing around. Ah, good. Reuben! Uh, yes, Reuben! Reuben, we're here to help you. Okay, can each of you have a perception check, please? If you have investigation, you can use that instead, if you choose. <laughs> okay, now what do we, what do we get? We'll call out your... Um, 23 investigation. 16. All right. Um, crikey. I'm just jumping back to the thing here. Yeah, so you've all done very well. Okay. So you all spot this halfling. And he's sort of leaning over and he's whispering uh, that there's this, um, well, maybe a small girl, um, but she's got sort of greyish green skin. And she, when she turns, she's wearing a pig mask. Oh, dear. That's not amusing. And I can show the a handout for it. Can you see the girl in the front? With the blue skin. Yeah. And she turns uh, slowly and looks at you with her head cocked on one side, still with this pig mask. This wasn't the illusion I was expecting. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, Ruben. I'm and that to hit her too, Halahawk. <laughs> The halfling is gazing worriedly into a mirror and there's a girl in a mask 
um, can be seen, you realize that she's not next to him whispering. She is beyond the mirror. He's looking at this small girl in um, uh, uh, weathered sort of skin for someone so young, but with a pig mask, and she seems to be whispering to him through the through the mirror. Ruben. Uh, she looks at you, and she sees you, Hallahawk. She hears you call, Ruben, and she sort of le- she sort of leans over to one side, like looking around, Ruben, and you see this pig mask sort of looking at you. Um, cold, dead eyes looking through this mask. And uh, she turns and dashes off into the distance as if beyond this mirror. And um, uh, Reuben sort of, uh, sort of shakes his head and then looks around at you and says, Oh, 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 hello. Yes. Well, oh, I was just came in here in in embarrassment, really. I was about to propose. Right, no, no. She laughed at me. Oh no, um, oh, Odin, what what was going on? Oh no, there was a mannequin there that it's reminiscent of Tasha, who famous for her hideous laughter, party attractions. So it makes Odin, you laugh. Get to the point. so tasha's oh so that was magic well she wasn't laughing at me no no she's she's very regretful of what happened oh well then i won't go with the girl in that case let us go and he looks around What was that? Oh, I, I, I met a girl in a mask and she was asked, she was asking, oh, all my voices seem to converge, don't they? Um, <laughs> um, she was, she asked me to take her hand and go with her somewhere. Odin, is this a part of this illusion thing? <sighs> You would, you would know very little um, of being a witch light hand. You might have done these things and come in and looked at yourself being older or younger, but you w- wouldn't. And, and it's been a long time as well since you, and they cycle this, the um, things through, so get refreshed every couple of planes. So even some of these rides might be new to you. But, um, I've never been this deep into the hall. Yeah. Could be different ones, so... Could well be, but hmm. feels this, weird. Um, right, this is a weird one. Um, okay, okay, uh, get out of here, Ruben. She's still there. All right. So you you head out with her. Um, let's see. And um, he he again goes and they embrace and he he goes down on his knee again and proposes and she accepts and if i draw your attention to our tracker it swings around and you can hear the calliope again pick up its um change its tune almost um picking up the pace 
Go ribbon. And uh <laughs> Can anyone does anyone know this? <laughs> It'll come to you. I've got the map here. <laughs> Katy Perry. Oh, I was going to say, let's go to the pop songs, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, but it's happier. It's a chipper, chipper music. And uh, as you come out of the, the Hall of Illusions... Um, and the timer you spend a bit of time now you've traversed the place a couple of times you do here as you come out we've got plenty of spare spots in this next event the snail races anyone who wants to race step up now Otherwise, obviously. We have a bit of time before that uh, big thing, right, Odin? Yeah, we should. Oh, the, those snail races, do, do you ride them? Uh, do you? Yeah. Yep. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, you know what? In that case, I think you're a shoe-in with your uh, lesser size and weight, you know? <laughs> It might help. Hi, I think it'd be quite amusing to see you on a snail. I don't listen to you anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> it'd be amusing. It'd be amusing, I think. Maybe if we all give it a try. It'd be fun to race. One clip of a ticket gets you a seat on a snail. This now for kind of foot sports. Yeah, you know what? I, I like that idea, Odin. Let's all uh, mount up, as it were. Okay, so um, I'm going to jump back. Now, do you, ha you don't have tokens on here? Oh, yes, you do. I've done it twice now, and suddenly it's all gone crazy. Okay, so who's got two? Hello, Hawk. There we go. Get rid of one of you. Okay. And you can each choose your snail. There is in the line Shelly Moo, Wizzy, who is designed, who is, oh, is, also, is capable of taking size small creatures. Um, Queen's Majesty, number eight. Number nine for large size creatures. F Flower Flash, Breakneck, and lastly, Nimblefoot. They all seem to be incredibly slow. They're just chewing some large leaves that they've got. The, the foot is just sort of pulsing a little bit like a giant slug might, sliming their way along. But they've got a, a bunch of food to eat at, at, at each of their, at the bottom, and they sort of slowly reach down. And then they, one of them looks across at you, and it's uh, 
um, antenna eye sort of touches a leaf and pulls back in like they do and then comes back out tentatively probing and then looking around. Okay, that's a good... All right, so I see Galatea, you're on Queen's Majesty. Yep. Um, I can um, feel that this guy. And Odin, you're on Flower Flash. Whoop. I'm going to get rid of a couple just to spread the... Um, Whoops, sorry. I'm just selecting the two tokens and then grouping them. Do you want to see if you can move your snail? Should be able to. Okay, and Hallahawk, I'm just going to group yours as well. Whoop, hang on a sec. Hold still, you're about to be grouped. Okay. All right, so where'd you go, Odin? You're off somewhere. Uh yeah, somehow I think my thing lagged and it's right up the very Oh, I see. I haven't reached. So oh, no. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Uh, nope, I can't move that snail. Oh, you can't move the snail. Okay, let's just... One second. Oh, I see what's happened. Okay. Right, I know what's happened. Boom. All right. I'm just going to have to resize it. And group. All right. So Kate comes out, comes pumping, and you jump up onto your snail, and they stop chewing. Um, uh, a couple of them spit out what they've got and they sort of, their, their foot seems to start pulsing a little bit um, almost quivering like, like they're they're tensed and coiled and um, Hallahawk, the one that you're on um, breakneck, is it breakneck? <laughs> yes it is um, the foot which is just one giant muscle sort of starts to contract and the, the snail almost, the shell almost touches down. And uh, with that, a, um, right, a, a official comes out and has a loud clapperboard and they say, on your marks, get set. And then bam, and these snails just poof, go shooting out. Probably far faster than you might have imagined. Um, definitely faster than any of you can run. Um, and we are, oh <laughs> and you're holding on to the reins, um, and this snail is just boom, bolsing along. And they go in sort of pulses, but they sort of join together. If any of you have seen uh, uh, Never Ending Story, that, that's, that's what we're talking about. And so, what we do for the snail race, carnival locations... is we go round by round and I'm going to open the initiative tracker and you can add yourselves into the initiative order. 
selecting your token and then clicking on initiative in D&D Beyond if that's the way you do it. So Odin, we've got a seven. Hallahawk, a seven. Ooh, so need to order yourselves based on the plus of your dexterity. And Galatea, 19. All right, so ordering descending. Okay, and what I'm going to do, just to make it a little bit easier, is I'm going to have Shalimu as your main adversary. I've got an enemy there, but that's not quite right. Okay, and what's Shalimu get rolling? I'm just going to roll a d20. Ooh, Shalimu's on an 18. Okay, so Galatea. Let's have a look. Um... Okay, the snail. You can move your snail. Um, uh, that your snail can dash eighty feet, um, and so you would just move it um, eighty feet straight ahead. You're going to the east, and um, each round you can make an animal handling check, Galatea. You get an 18, which means you can get plus 22 movement. So you can move 100 feet. Can you move it, or do you want me to move you? I, I can't, and everything's kind of, um, I don't know, transparent. I don't know if that is for everybody. Oh, okay. I'm going to ungroup and see what we can do. Is that how it's looking for everyone else? Like transparent or? Uh, my snail is, but my totem is fine. Okay. I might just have to bring yours on top, Galatea. But, um, yeah, if you want to move your own token, like start out, move your own token to the front of the snail, like just to align with its head, and then go forward 100 feet. So from there, so you can just count 20 squares. And you, which means you could just hit your arrow key on the keyboard because it, you'll jump one square each time you press it. All right, and try see if you can move your snail up too. Oh, oh, I think I can. <laughs> All right, awesome. One, two, three, four. Okay, so this other one uh, is in line with you. One, two, three, four. Twenty foot back, and uh, right behind. Do you want me to move your snail up? Your snail should be right there underneath you. Okay. Um, hello, Hawk. Animal handling. Another 18. You do the same thing. You can go neck and neck with Galatea. And on to you, Odin. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Your snail goes 20 foot less, and um, so you would need to be 20 foot behind Shalimu. Uh, hang on, oh yeah, what I'll do, 
I'm ungrouping you, Hello Hawk, and I'm giving you control of um, There you go, see how you go, see if you can move breakneck now up with you. And I think um, Odin, you should now. I'm just going to save it. Be able to save, move up, flower flash. Okay. Yep, you're in line. Okay, so flower flash coming up in the in the. Now you can see they're coming up against a water obstacle coming up coming up here. Um, we're on to the next next round. Um, I need to roll a D eight and with a five a spectator throws a head of lettuce at one random snail and the snail stops to eat and doesn't move this round I oh, know uh, Odin you're number one Shalimu number two Galatea number three breakneck number four number one oh, Odin <laughs> <laughs> oh your yeah. snail your snail finds a lettuce and um, and for this round won't move. But Galatea, you're top of the pops right now. Oh no, Odin stays, so he skips his turn. Uh, yeah, so, oh, so Galatea, can you roll your animal handling check? Ooh. Oh no, so you're going to move 40 foot less. Um, so instead of 80, you'll only move uh, 20 foot less, so you move 60. And crossing this river, each square counts as two squares. If you highlight and grab them both, you can, like I've just done there, yeah, that's it, sorry. I'd, you can highlight and grab both and then just use the arrow key in your keyboard and go one, two, and so on. So that's five foot. Do you want me to do the snail? I think I'm just trying to map this. Okay. <laughs> like each square, or like two? Oh no, so each square, so that gets you 20 foot to get to there and you've got another 40. So now you're going to enter the water, so you'll move, and you move twenty four squares into the water, or 20 feet. There, and Shelly Moo advances on you a little bit, and Hello Hawk, can you do your animal handling check? Animal handling eight. What have we got? An eight. Okay. Your snail will move ten foot less. So seventy foot. And Odin, you're skipping, and we have a possible event. A three. Okay. So no hecklers go launching things this turn. Um yeah, no surprises. So we're at the top, Galatea. Animal handling. See if you can urge this snail onwards. Can you see in the distance, by the way? Or is it round? 
brown. Oh, no, it's brown. Yeah, okay. So what's happened is there's there's an ever-present mist in, around here, um, the dust of the of the thing, so you're not quite sure what part of the truck, what's coming up. But Galatea, you can roll your animal hand. Oh, you got a five. I think that's going to put you at 20 foot less, so 60 foot. Okay. Um, yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh no, Shelly Moo. Um, hello, Hawk. No, Shelly Moo. <laughs> Seventeen. All right, twenty foot more. So you'll you'll go a hundred feet now, count, counting two squares for while you're in the water. And finally, Odin. Well, hello, Hawk's moving up. Come on. You're, you're not eating so much here. Come on. Fetch. I've got chicken stew <laughs> in front of me. Yeah. Um, use that lucky day for additional. Oh, yeah, for the D8? Yeah, okay. Oh, 14, 14 plus, D, plus D8. 18. Okay, so you're going to move 20 foot extra, so you can move a straight 100 foot down the, path, down the path. Okay. And you can see... And nothing happens this round. No more lettuces come sailing in. Um... Hello, Hawk. You find that there's now a bit of a chasm to cross and there's logs going across. Each log can only have one snail on it, so it might create a bit of a log jam, a bit of a snail jam. Um, Galatea, your turn. Animal handling. Sorry, my... I'm... It reloaded on me. <laughs> oh, yeah, you roll 20. Yep, no worries. Okay, animal handling of ten um, is going to be a little bit. It's going to be a little bit slower. Doesn't respond to you that well, and uh, minus ten. So we go seventy feet. Seventy, which means fourteen squares on here. Oh, you've <laughs> okay. You go blatting forward, and you've got this chasm. Is that your full 70? Yes, I think that's my full 70. Okay, all right. Right at the edge. Okay, Shelly Moo. Um, I'm going to do a roll here because... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then one, two, three. She does the same thing as you, blatting along behind you and then realising that there's a log that needs to be gone and so it actually has a bit of wasted movement going sideways. But she gets to the log. Uh, that's probably... That'll have to be it there. Okay. Um, hello, Hawk. A four, that's going to be minus 20. So you get 60 feet. You can go across the log at full speed. But it'll only be a 60 foot, so 12 squares. And then Odin, last of all. This might be a bit of an advantage for you because you'll spend less time in the actual water. 
And an eight gives you minus 10 foot, foot of movement, so 70. 70 foot. Yes. Okay, we have a four. Um, one random snail this turn gets a stitch. I'm going to go um, the same. One, two, three, four, depending on who is in the order that they are. So four would be Hello Hawk. Here we go. Number one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. Okay, so this will be for this coming round. Okay, <laughs> coming up. Um, yours is just so tired. What is your one called again? Flower Flash. Um, yeah, Flower Flash has got a bit of a stitch, and uh, and needs to reduce its speed by forty feet, regardless of what your urgings does. Uh, Galatea, do your animal handling. What does that mean? Get a stitch. Get a stitch. Um, when you get a cramp in your stomach from running so hard, you know, um, cramp on your side. Yeah, a cramp, a cramp in your in your midriff. Um, Galatea, how did you go? Where are you? Oh, <laughs> is that a natural one? That's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's still a minus twenty. So 60 feet across, 12 squares. So I'm going to have to go across the log, right? Yeah, so you have to go sideways up. Are you going to go down or up? Down. Okay. Yeah, it's even, I guess. <laughs> okay, you'll get to here. You'll clear the log. Yeah, that's it. Uh, good one. Okay, so you're only just a short moment behind one two three and Shelly Moo comes belting across four five six seven eight one two three four five six seven eight okay but Nen Hello Hawk you're only just behind here and it's your turn and we're handling Egypt go uh, we have a six that's 20 foot less so it's only 60 foot you had a, quite a bit of gains there from the others having to go in an L shape. I needed to have some better racing music for this. Um, oh, five. five. Okay, Odin. That's a minus twenty again. Where are you? You're off my screen. Oh, there you are. <laughs> uh, minus forty and a minus twenty. Oh, that's right. So instead of 80, you're going to be going 24 squares. It's not responding to you, the bloody thing. You're probably sitting on it backwards and you're trying to... <laughs> something's gone wrong. Very, very wrong. 20 squares. Okay. And we're up to the next round. I'm going to see if there's something random happens. No, it doesn't. So we're all... Um, the crowd's just cheering you all on, and we'll see where, how far everyone else ends up. So, Galatea, you go first. Do your animal handling. Where are you? Oh, there you are, at the end of the log. 17, 20 foot more, so you get 100, 100 squares. 
100 feet, so 20 squares. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's where you end the turn. And, um, oh, yeah, then Melimoo goes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, it's up to you, Hello Hawk. Where are you going to finish this turn? Is it going to be across the line? You can see the red line coming up. Go for it. <laughs> oh, and 11 is a minus 10. So you'll go 70 feet. Going diagonal only costs one square. It doesn't cost anything if you wanted to. Oh, ho, ho. <sighs> the crowd goes wild again. And poor old Odin. <laughs> Just finish. Show your, show your spirit by finishing the race. <laughs> um, okay. And um, let's see. So the crowd goes crazy. We have a winner. Um, hello, Hawk. On the fastest snail, fastest jockey, despite a couple of setbacks um, and a non-responsive snail. It was speedy. What's, what was yours called again? Who gets crowned? Breakneck. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> 160 feet. All right. Um, slowly, Odin on Flower Flash comes um, <laughs> squelching his way in. Okay, um, I'm glad you did the snail race because I made this map specifically for it, and you, you know you don't do everything. Um, okay. It's just a note as I, as I cross the line, I hold my arms up, my arms up on my face. It's just very unenthused looking. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I might be able to show you a handout from this. It's a ripper. We have to change the change the track soon. All right, so there's there's a snail race. You can see what we're talking about here. With a, with the riders all wearing those backpack wings, um, let's see. But da, da, da. okay, so um, you get to go and stand up on the podium, and uh, um, hello, Hawk. You are awarded a potion. Um, and it's a, it's called an expert potion, they say. You drink this potion, um, and you will be expert for the fir next few moments. And what that means is um, uh, you, you drink it, and you feel like you'll... Um, uh, it's like a, a turbo boost. One of your dice rolls can have advantage. So anytime in the next hour. So you can drink it and be sort of charged up. An attack roll, a saving throw, an ability check. Um, and it uh, looks like it's full of a golden mist. It's not liquid that's in there. 
And um, I think if we go back to our normal services, who's second here? Galatea. Um, you are awarded a wand. And this wand is a one-use item that can do the dancing, dancing lights cantrip. Uh, single use. And um, uh, from there, the crowd starts to disperse and the, as the snails are um, uh, ushered into their stalls and fed and, and so on. Very good. I'm going to move us back to the main carnival. Well, and I feel as though all you can get our drinks. Dr sorry? Oh, no, I was just saying, um, seems like all you can really get are uh, drinks. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the wand, yeah. yeah. Yes, it looks very uh, woody. <laughs> yes, woody. <laughs> um, so, it's just gone 10.30. Um, I think we should take a five-minute break and then reconvene. Uh, you hear people saying the big topic extravaganza is going to be in five minutes. Um, people are starting to make their way to the, to the big top. So let's um, meet back up. Let's just meet up, meet back up in ten minutes. So it's it's ten. I don't know what time it is for everyone here. It must have just gone, um, just ticked over for ten thirty for me. So ten forty, I'll I'll meet back here, and um, we can uh, crack on to the big topic extravaganza. Sounds good. Okay. All right. See you back in back in ten. Okay, back in business. Um, so where do I leave off? We've, we've half, we're halfway through, um, halfway through the night, and people are just starting to direct you, and uh, well, not direct you, but you can hear people talking about the uh, big topics extravaganza. Um, you can see it in the distance there. It's not too far from the Hall of Illusions and the snail races that you've just um, uh, just been to. And uh, yeah, it's getting getting on a bit. You know that um, there's a bit of you know always a bit of drama in a place like this. Someone's had their voice stolen, and you heard that same voice heckling one of the one of the other main attractions. Um, you've seen some creepy girl child in a pig mask um, on the other side of a mirror trying to coax someone to go through, and partake in a lot of activities. A couple of prizes have been won. Um, most recently, the snail race with Breakneck. Um, okay.
Odin, was your snail all right there? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, uh, he, he's not very fast on a full tummy, apparently. No. I, I think I grew a few more wrinkles during that war. That was frustrating. It was a good, if you had a few more lettuces, it was possible in this to try and um, uh, cheat your way through if you can come up with something, but, um, you know, or, you know, like you right, like you said, if you had lettuces, you could chuck them ahead and maybe give them a bit of a boost. But um, uh, but for the main event, um, spectators file into the big top and fill rows of seats. Um, you join them, find yourself a pew, and eventually the lights dim and a hush falls over the crowd. And a second late, later, um, a spotlight illuminates a lithe elven figure sitting in a silver hoop suspended above the, uh, the centre ring by silk ropes. This slender elf wears a dazzling suit of diamond pane mirrors um, and a pair of butterfly wings. Holds a strange scepter. Um, it's like it's got um, butterfly wings, um, like an axe blade, but instead of it being an axe, it's a, it's a delicate butterfly wing. Instead of being one axe blade, there's four of them, so in the four directions at the end. And it seems to be spinning, and he looks quite pleased that it's, that it's spinning. Uh, and he sort of... Um, uh, almost serpentine the way he's sitting in this hoop um mm, clockwise and he nods and gestures uh to you to you all to the crowd well done uh the mood is up welcome one and all to this evening's extravaganza i and mr light prepare to be very dramatic pause delighted and um of course, all, uh, just like the start of a performance, suddenly these horses come running in and um, tumblers, jugglers, um, acrobats. Um, it involves a few of the star performers and attractions with Mr. Light. I'm, I won't go through you know, what happens throughout the whole show. I'm paraphrasing here. But Mr. Light performs the role of ringmaster here. Um, you see this um, hairy... You know, Chewbacca-like bugbear, um, bit, a little bit rounder, and he's got a helmet made out of a pumpkin. So it's cut into the shape, and it's even got little eye holes. And he is brought on, and they say, Here is Hurley the Great, Burley the Great. Um, and he comes on and performs feats of strength, bending metal bars and lifting um, extremely heavy things. Um, even Palasha uh, makes, an, makes an entrance and she serenades the audience from a clamshell bathing pool. Um, Candlefoot, you see, comes in. You've, you've seen him before and he does his sort of silent games with audience members, sort of picks one person out here and there. And all the while there's music playing with um, fairy dragons um, with bright streamers tied to their tails. And they sort of, sort of like uh, the Olympics, what is it, um, synchronised swimming, but they do their synchronised flying. Or like the gymnastics um, ribbon event, but it's all aerial. 
So this is a uh, dazzling axe of, of synchronized flying. Um, fire breathers parade about and, and one in particular seems to breathe and when there's a gout of flame this little imp-like creature composed of fire seems to appear within it and then does another one but, but, but uh, continuing like a stream of fire breathing on almost as if he's breathed out a fire breather um, is there anything that you are you just watching the show or um uh, or anything else throughout this throughout this time. If you're just enjoying yourselves, um, this goes on for an hour or so, and towards the end of the hour, you know, it's an it's an it's an hour long performance. Mister Light um, seems to be having a blast and 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 really enjoying himself. And then he je- he stands in the middle, and the lights go down, and he, and he sort of gestures, and he says. And now, now it is time for any guests who would like to perform for the crowd. Oh, hello, Huck. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree, yeah. hello, Huck. Um, your poem was astounding. You should go. This is your chance. Rabbit could do it. You wouldn't have that race. <laughs> the, the poetry. That was the highlight for me. The... He says, feats of strength, feats of eloquence, feats of daring or balance. Is there anyone? Ella. You could do all of those. <laughs> well, I tell you what, as apparently as in every... Once in a while, this thing comes by, and I'm going to stand up. <laughs> if I don't wait to be called, I'll stand up, I guess. Yeah, yep, yep. So uh, you stand up, and he says, Oh, oh, we have. We have a, um, a visitor who will perform for the crowd. And um, uh, Cyrilith, near you, says, um, the th- says now, now, um, I will cast my guidance upon you so that you can get your D4. I think that's what guidance does. It, is it D4 or, or advantage? I'll just, just quickly look it up. Guidance is D4, yeah. D4, yeah. So you'll get, you'll get a D4 from her. Um, oh, thank you. And, and she says, there's, um, she's been asking around from this, um, you mentioned about this uh, bird, bird robber. Um, and and she's, she's put the word out amongst the other witch, amongst the other witch light hands. And she thinks that there is a Kenku um, who is a witch light hand. Who fits the description, but is a master of disguise. Um, however, all that aside, all eyes are coming upon you as you go out to the centre of the ring. Um, 
And, he, and uh, Mr. Lights seems quite impressed with you coming forwards. And uh, he says, what of your friends? Will they not support you in your endeavours? Oh, come down, come down. Galtian, you'll be great. Come on, you've heard the man. <laughs> come, come, Otis, both of us, let's go. Okay. Oh, I don't do well with your pressure. Okay. All right, so, oh, one of our hands. Whoa, well done. Yes, yes, good to see everyone getting into the swing of things. And um, Galatea and Odin, you sort of gingerly take your place beside uh, Hallahawk there. Um, and <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Odin, Galatea, Galatea, are either of you musically inclined? Um, bring a vial, bring a vial, we can't let this hold us down, and one is brought to you. Okay. All right, then, Galatea, you, I don't know, dance or something. All right. Um, yeah, so, (laughs) um, just for you, uh, Odin, um, you're playing the vial, and the other characters in the party, out of shot, I'm not sort of having them roll dice or anything, but you do ha- also have uh, Theodore in the party with you, and um, he is a bard, and he would play along with you. And so what I'm going to class that as is your your check is advantage, because he's giving you, you know, just like when someone gives an aid to someone. Okay. So by, by having someone else in the party with you, um, it's just enhancing your likelihood of success. So you've, the, the two of you can do a, a duet or, or just a, a bit of a jam together and play off one another. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to have a, a shower of sparkles along the strings. Oh, is this an, is this an illusion? Or? Wait, uh, press the digitation. Press the digitation. Okay, so you're enhancing it with um, illusory sparkles. Um, I'm hearing... I'm f- Visioning uh, Mad Max's guitarist on the front of the truck now, um, maybe in a couple of levels. Um, what about you, Galatea? Or what was um, Hello Hawk? What was the actual performance? You're looking for some backup. All right. So what my slapdash idea was is I kind of have two things right now. I'm proficient in the bird pipes. So I'm going to play that, but mm. I'm also um, decently strong. So um, well, I can do the narrative thing later, but my intent is that I'm going to to like a little beat that's played on the vial mm-hmm. or whatever it is. I'm going to kind of like do a quick little, almost like um, bodybuilder expose as I rage to gain advantage of checks i'm gonna do things like handstand push-ups <laughs> kind of like flex a bit but it's really gonna crescendo when with one hand i'll play the bird pipes and the other um i'm having um odin stand in my palm as i kind of like 
you know, bench press them up and down as I'm standing. Okay. All right. So you, so you incorporate your strength in the, to, in the routine somehow with the music itself. Awesome. Um, Galatea. I guess I'll dance in the background. Okay. All right. And for you, I'll do the same thing. I'll assume that um, uh, Selith is, is um, dancing alongside you there. Giving you advantage on your on your uh, check. So let me jump back here. Okay, so in this, so here we go. Um, firstly, let's get the music going. Um, I'll have uh, Odin. Can you do your um, DC fourteen uh, charisma performance check uh, with advantage? How are we looking? Probably in the prestigitation too. Oh, Boomski. Yeah. <laughs> the advantage. So we have a natural one and a natural 20. All right. That's average then, isn't it? Yeah, okay. No, that's great. Um, all right. So you're all a little bit shocked. You know, you see those YouTube clips where people sing in front of their friends and they don't know that they can sing. And everyone's sort of... That goblin can really play, um, and you're just you're just um, cranking that viol. It's smoking. Um, okay, how about the uh, the in sync dancers on the back there, Galatea? You've got a performance check as well, again with advantage. Unless there's some other like, if you know, is this going to be more of a performance, like dancing, or an acrobatics thing? I guess acrobatics. <laughs> okay. All right. So instead of charisma, it's an acrobatics check, again, with advantage. So you get a second roll. You've got a six there, so just a three. Okay. And we've got a, a nice one, um, a 20. So there's two 20s from the two. So now it's up to you, um, uh, Hello Hawk. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in my travels around this beautiful land, down the Shelf Peninsula, we came across a <laughs> tribe of lizard individuals who made a grand spectacle of incorporating strength in with their musical prowess. And me and my friends will recreate that for you tonight. And I need a what? Fourteen. For performance, you said. Yeah, performance. Um, All right. I'll I'll let you roll um, both, but the performance and uh, athletics, and just take the higher of those two. So you know you were saying you were incorporating strength in there, so you can basically make up for bad performance with some feats of strength or vice versa. Okay, so one of each. Yes, please. It's sort of like advantage. Okay, all right. So it's um, the the athletics is not great. You um, you sort of as you're with these pipes, the 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 pecs are quivering. Um, however, 
all eyes are on these dancers and the the smoking vial and together the three of you pull off a group check so it's lucky that the others were brought down with you as well so um what it means is more than half of you need to succeed and collectively the three of you bring the house down and uh um everyone's you know standing ovation you know everyone's likes it's probably not as good as the the special guests you know the people who do this for a profession but everyone loves to see someone from the crowd get up and 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 give them a run for their money um and so uh mr light is looking at you with a twinkle in his eye um very good very you know but but then he sort of uh, moves away from you and says thank ushers you back to your seat and uh, every now and then his eyes turn to where you guys are but um uh the the show continues there's a climax and then uh, they all come on in their um uh greatest showman style dancing in sync as they come on in a v and uh finally the show's over and people start to um start to file out um and as they do, as you go to stand, um, uh, there's this uh, sort of bugbear down at the at the end of the of the aisle, at the base of the thing, and he sort of um, uh, points at you and sort of gestures. Gestur- I'm gesturing to the monitor where you're not, because that's where all the pictures are over here. Um, come on, Mister Witch and Mister Light. We're impressed with your crowd skills and would like a word. Oh, really? Um, all right. Okay. And from there, you are, um, you, he says, follow me. And he sort of starts sort of chomping off. Um, I'm going to... Give you a handout for Burley. You wow. can... <laughs> so that's Bert. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got a he's got his it is autumn, I think we established um, last week. And um, uh, he's definitely scored himself a uh, enormous pumpkin and fashioned it into his helmet for himself. Um, can't be too safe. And I'm just going to find Mr. Light and Mr. Witch. So there's Mr. Light. You should see that one coming up. Mr. Witch is quite different. Um, and the bugbear wearing dungarees and fairy wings his helmet made out of jack-o'-lantern sort of um, uh, opens a a flap through the canvas into the staff area management wants to see you and with a wave of his hand he creates an opening in this wall of thorns that surrounds the um, the staff area 
So it's some sort of magical thing, and he's able to just part it Moses style. Uh, you go through, and he sort of claps his hands, and the gap closes back up. The, each spine on this thing is about a foot foot long. Nothing to worry about. Um, he says, the bosses are in high spirits. When the when the carnival's in high spirits, so are they. And he let good to hear. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be at a bad carnival. Bad things happen. Then he leads you to a circle of wagons. And leaning against a particularly ostentatious wagon is an ageing clown with a painted grin. He puffs on a bubble pipe and he glares at you as the bugbear... Glares at the bugbear. Um, But ignoring the... uh, The bugbear just ignores the clown completely and opens the wagon's door. And, uh, let's see. And a flamboyant elf grins from ear to ear as he welcomes you into the wagon. Gives a theatrical bow. I'll post it into the chat. Please come in. It's the it's the headmaster, the ringma headmaster, the ringmaster from um, who brought you into the centre stage. It is a delight to meet you all. I am Mister Light, and this is my associate, Mister Witch. Mister Witch, a stocky elf lounging on a bunk. He just sort of nods, and he uh, doffs his top hat. Oh, it's uh, nice to meet you. He says, I knew too, in gestures towards his scepter, which is slowly spinning clockwise direction. He says, this is my vein, and it picks up every nuance, every emotion of the carnival. The mood is good. Yes, right. Um, yes, a pleasure to meet you both. Um, I'm Hella Hawk. Um, I, uh traveling group mm-hmm. uh, yes this is I'm uh, here. and what brings you here are you seeing the sights I've heard you have been have eyes elsewhere as well yes it seems uh, one of your hands actually had an issue uh, but we're here just to enjoy the sight Oh, very good, very good. Yes, um, it it has been a great pleasure here. Um, (laughs) However, might I I ask a question? Oh, proceed with all, for our star performers, of course, anything, anything. When, at least myself, came here um we already had tickets in our names do you know what that was oh sometimes sometimes others uh may pay for other may pay for others tickets but um 
None of our doing. Not 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 to do with any official official policy. Tell me if this is this worker. What was the issue? What was the problem? Well, it seems your mime, who, yeah, um, is missing his voice, but and for real, not just an act. Lost things. Lost his voice. I see. Hmm. Yeah. And then he. He looks, he looks at, um, looks at you, Hallahawk, and he says, I remember one, much like you here, many years ago, a small elf child. If that was you, you seemed such a, a happy, chipper little elf. Why so dour? Do, do you? I, uh, I think I've been here before. I, oh, I'm sure I, have. I can't remember much about it. Now that I think on it, I'm certain. Well, young children, their minds, their young minds, their their memories fade, as with the as with the very old. But uh, forces are at work on the other side, beyond our control. And he looks a little bit sad at that, and. Um, Mr. Light sort of looks up with a, you know, what are you about to say sort of look. And he, and he turns and he says, um, the wheel of time turns ever on. What's lost is lost. And what's gone is gone. Oh yes, we just wanted to meet the uh, incredible performers of the evening, face to face. And he um, oh. he offers you an aperitif. The night draws on, and it's just like a tiny little glass of spirits of some sort. her doing she's more of um, uh, excited about everything you have to offer here 
Well, and he, take, he, he holds up his glass. Odin, you're looking a bit quiet. He looks over at you. <laughs> it smells a little bit. It smells a little bit aniseedy. Oh, are we waiting a drink? Yes. Oh, I think so. Sorry. <laughs> and then he jump has his little slammer. Ah. You guys have yours? Galatea, okay. Um, and as you do, you feel this warm sensation. It's like a strong, strong, sweet spirit. Um, and uh, each of you uh, gain inspiration. <laughs> Inspiring drink this. And so that's, that's something that you can decide to use as you choose. Um, um, so, if, uh, a question for you, if I may. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you spoke of what's lost is lost, what do you exactly mean by that? Oh, well, some things get lost and some things found, but... And Mr. Light says, but what, what's lost is lost and beyond our reach, out of the carnival. Did you lose something, Hadalak? Oh, no, no. We, everything, everything is exactly where it needs to be. You know, I, I, I did see on the map there's this uh, lost property. So you do find lost things here? We do. We do have a lost property. There are some things there. And some patrons that get lost find their way to the lost property tent. And Mr. Mm -hmm. Mr. Light sort of says, and what of this... You said there was trouble with one of our employees. Yes, he lost his voice somehow. He frowns, lost oh. his... Lost his voice? Yes, a mine, oddly. <laughs> right, for whatever comedy that may bring, he mind something about a bird a bird did he lose it or was it stolen things aren't things don't get lost around here you know people think they're lost but they're not right I to, to Odin's point I think he was trying to mine a, uh, a robber bird <laughs> <laughs> Either that or as a oh. routine. Hmm. Sounds like kettle steam. Kettle steam? I think his name was Candle something. Oh, no, no. Candle... Candlefoot is the mime. 
Kettle Steam Steam is the Birdman. Oh, is he one of your attendees? No, he's not. He's a guest. Comes often. But a bit of a troublemaker. He has a patron, a fey queen, Zybilna. She's queen. Oh. She's queen of the domain of Prismia. he's allowed to heckle some of your entertainers well no we shouldn't be disturbing our entertainers we'll have words but he's uh, Zybilna is the patron of, of it's a bit complex Zybilna is also the patron of the carnival oh I... interesting but we haven't had contact with her for some time Does um, this Zybil name Kettlesteam? Kettlesteam come often as the circus does? Oh yes, yes. There's a few people who love it so much that they follow us from plane to plane. Oh wow! There's a number, another one, Tumblestrum. She likes to linger in the eating area. Oh yes, you're b um, very good. And we are very busy too. A gift. And uh, um, he he uh, quickly twists you together a balloon animal. Actually, no, he doesn't twist it. He's got some around, and he pulls them down and says, "Here, take these." Hmm. They are crafted by the clown you passed on the way in. Thacko. Thacko. Oh, well, give him my thanks. <laughs> Here's a clown of few words, but many talents. Did he lose his voice too? Oh, no, he's just shy. And, um... We should... And, uh... He says... What is your favourite animal? Hmm. Um. That's a very good question. I. Um. Mandrill. Uh, I, I guess. It... <laughs> Mandrill. Sure. Okay. Any. Um, uh, Thacko, he says, Thacko, mandrel. And Thacko gets this big long balloon. You've seen mandrels, they've got the and uh, enormous fangs and fashions out of the big blue butt and the giant, um, giant teeth. And uh, he fashions this mandrel out of this, this grey and blue balloon. And uh, the balloon, he ties a, ties a ribbon to it. And uh, somehow it magically floats. Um, 
What about you, Sir Goblin? Uh, I, I like cats. Snails, I heard. <laughs> uh, no. Cats. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> okay, cats. And Thacko does exactly the same. Fashions you, fashions you a cat. And, uh... Hello, Hawk the Strong. He of many push-ups. <laughs> um... Drop Bear. Drop Bear! Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, um. They only exist in Queensland. Snow pheasant. Snow pheasant, alright. And you end up with this lovely, uh, completely white, but with some accented colour um, snow pheasant. And each of your balloons floats along behind you um, with a ribbon that you can just grab at any point. And with that, um, uh, Burley um, opens the door again and sort of stands aside to let you out. Um, Burley sort of leads you to the, uh, outside the ring of, of, uh, caravans. Uh, real quick, just as we're leaving, I'd like just to ask one final quick question. Yep. Do you have any performers who wear pig masks? Um, can you roll an insight? How'd you go? A zero. Oh, okay. So, um, I, I, shit, I have things, right? Fuck. Um, nah, that's great. Oh, from the, yeah, that's right. No, it's, it's the drink. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll. The little apartif we had, um, I'll use that inspiration. Inspiration, okay. And that's a re-roll, is it? I normally would, it's however you roll it. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, go, go for it. A12. Okay. Um... Okay, so both of them are very good at masking their their um <laughs> their emotions emotions in society. Um and uh they say no, no, no one no one in a pig mask. Um but Burley Where are we, Burley? Where are you? Yeah, so Burley um, pulls the um, the caravan, leads you through the caravans, and um, oh, and he 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 sort of steps to one side and gestures, and he removes his jack o' lantern helmet, and you can see he's actually got a a worried expression on his face. <laughs> 
<clears throat> he oh, said, Burley, what's wrong? He says, bad things have been happening for a while here. People and things going missing. The bosses know what they're more than they're telling, but I know it. Their hands are tied. And you lot are the first I've met who might be able to do things right, set it right. Blame no, but their hands are tied. No one else has got their eyes open, except me. Witch and Light are good guys, good fellas. But you'll need some sort of leverage to make him spill the beans. What do you have to say about that? You've been working here. Have you seen anything? Not seen much like Birdie has anyway. Uh, is it the patron that's perhaps part of it, Birdie? Don't know. Zybilna's, I don't know, a fairy queen, fae godmother, something like that. I can help out. Well, you can need need leverage, and there's two things that they love most that they can't they, the carnival can't exist without it. Either lights staff, sorry, witch's staff. You know his vein thing with the butterfly propeller, or Mister Light's watch. I guess. Could happen. Hmm. Violence isn't condoned here. If you can get it, they'll probably trade information for it back. I can help you where I can. And this is solely based on the fact that you're saying some things are going wrong. Like what things? People going well, missing. Obviously. People going missing. And then we have that strange mime who's missing his voice. Uh, and that girl with the pig mask. I, I'll be honest, Galatea. I care about one of those things far less than the other. <laughs> but I do get your point. Alright, well I'm up for it. How do we go about it? Well... Right, how, how do you suppose we steal something that's apparently always with someone? Hmm. Hmm. He sort of thinks to himself, he hasn't really put a lot of thought into it. But he says, uh, the Witchlight Monarch is chosen by Mr. Light's Witchlight Vane. Witch and Light have got no control who the monarch will be. If one of you could be the monarch, you'll get close to them. Oh, how do we become a monarch? Well, whoever has contributed the most to the happiness of the carnival. It's how the music changes, how the lights get brighter. Oh, like we did with the contest. 
Yes. Oh, then it must be easy. Have a hug. <laughs> so good at raising spirits. You've done it in a jiffy. We got it in the back. Witch's watch. The witch light watch is attached to his waistcoat by a chain, so whoever tries to steal it needs something to break or, or unfasten the train. You might get help. Palasha, Candlefoot, or Dilagron. Dilagron? Do we know him? The great black cat. Oh, Odin, you like cats, right? I do. <laughs> well, let's convince him. That'll be the lost property tent. Let's head over there now. Hey, stay away from Thacko. He's no good. I keep hearing that name, Thacko. What was it again? Thacko the Clown. Oh, I don't like clowns. The, the balloon one, Galatea. Oh, the balloon one. That was... He's pretty good. The watch is probably easier to steal if you're that way inclined. Because it's smaller and tucked into his pocket. I'm pretty sure we could do it. If I can get just a little bit amount of space, I could probably pop over there. And then, unseen, maybe grab it. I'm sure we could do it. Well, the others might be able to help somehow. That's good. Well, let's go. Let's go and ask, inquire, and see what they can do for us. Okay. Keep so, an ear out for uh, Candlefoot's voice if he can help as well. Okay. Do him a favor. Yep. You um, uh, head outside. Uh, Burley puts his helmet back on and goes back to his sort of. Um, uh, post uh, looking after the entrance to the to the staff area and um, you are free to go well and we're, we're back on the main page I believe yep we are all right let's head straight to last property oh, all right hold up one there Galatea I, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page so, we were shown a bit of gratitude and interest from the owners of this carnival. And then we have a bugbear with a pumpkin on his head <laughs> tell us to that in order to help them, we need to steal from them. And we're okay with this. Of course, you said it yourself. It's suspicious that our names were on those tickets. They're not telling us everything. And then on top of that, someone was missing their voice as one of their their workers, and they suddenly don't have any idea what happened. And then nothing gets lost here, and yet they have lost property over here with things that obviously get lost. It's just very uh, suspicious. Don't you think? Right, and that may be, but just to be clear, we are going to help that by burgling them. I think it'll work. I think we can do it. We just need to go talk to this, uh, this, um, what was his name again? 
gentleman at Lost Property. Dillagrom. Maybe help that guy with the voice. Dillagrom. Uh, yes, that guy. Yeah. Oh, that was nerve, nerve wrecking. I've never met the boss. Yeah. Odin, do you have any level-headed contributions to this? <laughs> uh, well, the place is pretty unique, but I suppose this one day alone where I've gotten the chance to just not be working around, I have spotted quite a few odd things going on that I perhaps wouldn't have before, like the Hall of Illusions, I've not seen something quite like that. He said you've been here before. Have you not seen anything, Hollowhawk? Is nothing different? Uh, I, I know I've been here uh, ages ago as a child. I, I can't remember much of what I actually saw. Do you remember ever smiling? Because you don't do it very often now, and... It's kind of concerning that he said that you used to smile when he saw you here. When um, uh, Odin, when uh, Galatea mentions that, it does strike you that um, you've seen Hallowhawk have a good time. You know, the, we, I think he mentioned getting into it with the poetry competition and a couple of times. But um, the whole time he's been completely straight-faced. Uh, in fact, never smiled once. So while Galatea might not have actually, might not have rung to you that, you know, you hardly ever smile, he's actually never, never smiled. Even when he crossed the finish line with a snail that was just like Captain Holt from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> All right. Look, I don't know what you're getting at. <laughs> It's just a condition I've had ever since I was young. It's how how do you lose the ability to smile? How do you lose the ability to speak? Like yes. you could have. No, I think one's a bit more common than the other. <laughs> I don't know. Try smiling. We're all capable of it. Are you telling me you don't have muscles in your jaw? They're <laughs> <laughs> stone faced at her. Yeah. Exactly. That's why we're going to lost property. <laughs> okay. Um, you head to the lost property wagon. And um, when I say cat, I'll show you a handout. When I say cat, I really mean dire bear. There's this enormous size of a horse, black cat with six legs. It has two tentacles coming out of its shoulders and tied onto those tentacles are these um, cloth butterfly wings to make it look like it has wings. So as it moves its tentacles around, the butterfly wings flap. Um, it's, oh. got, <laughs> it's got sort of like um, elaborate um, things on its wrists um, uh, and golden tassels um, as a, like a, uh, not clothing, but like a cover that you would see on some, some animals keeping them warm. But this is probably more for decoration and to make him look even more elaborate. There's a cask attached to his chin and there's a small child with a, 
um, uh, with a cup, holding the cup at the tap on the cask, pouring a little bit out, and you can see that some sort of liquid, uh, some orange fluid coming out, and the the kid has a drink, and ah, um, matching the colour of the of the cloth wings on its tentacles. There's also butterflies somehow tied or attached to its tail all along its length. Um, it's been a very elaborate uh, dressing up. Large feline creature. It's got midnight blue fur. Um, the creature is uh, roughhousing with two young boys. And another one, uh, one of the boys says, Again, Durler, again! While the other one's hanging off its neck. And you, you know, Odin. <sighs> yeah. You you really undersold calling this a cat. I was imagining <laughs> a tabaxi, if I'm honest. Oh, he's fabulous! No wonder he's your favorite. Exactly. That's what I mean. And can you all roll nature checks for me? Okay, so Odin, you would know of this as a displacer beast. Um, yeah, they they are normally feared hunters, solo hunters, and um, their midnight blue skin ripples and it projects an image of them off to the side of where they actually are. <coughs> um, okay. Um, and yeah, so there's there's a few things, bit of um, gadgets and toys and um, water bottles, stuff like that, all around Dillagorn. And Dillagorn looks at you and watches you approach. And the two two uh, two boys roughhousing with with the um, with Dillagorn. Um, one of them picks up a mirrored ball, you know, shiny, polished silver. In what, in what is probably a rare moment of anger, Dillagorn just like turns into, you know, a terrifying creature. The, you know, the claws suddenly come out and uh, snatch the ball, ball back with an incredibly fast swipe um, and a, with a snarl and a flick of its tentacles. And Viro, the young boy, sort of, ah, and just dashes, dashes away into the crowd. And Dillagorn sort of instantly regains composure and the eyes go sort of angled. You know, you can see, um, see he's uh, quite distraught and craning its neck to look for the boy and then looking back to this other boy who's still there. And uh, with that, Dillagorn speaks to you. Speaking in common. And says, can you get him? Fetch the boy. I can't uh, leave this one. The boy? Oh, okay. Where'd he go? Um, well, off in a direction, but you'll have to dash off after him. Uh, okay. Wait, why are we getting the boy? The three of you dash off. Looking for him? Uh, yeah, I probably would. Okay. 
Um, you can you can do a check. Um, it'll be perception. See if you can find him in the crowd. Fifteen. Okay. All right. Well, you do. You find him um, near a near a candy stall after a few minutes. And uh, with that, you can return him back to Vero. He does go with, uh, return Vero back. And uh, Dillagruen looks like a little bit sheepish and grateful and says, my thanks. Uh, no problem. I thought you were busy to stay here. Many years ago, my own cub vanished from this carnival without a trace. And this is was her favourite toy. I'm so sorry to hear that. That's mm. really sad. Uh, we've actually come about things that have been going missing here as well. I don't oh. know if you could help. This is lost property. He tells you his uh, cub's name is Star. For what it's worth. Right, not so much lost property as we are to understand, but lost uh, people, as it were. Hmm. Well, any lost people are brought to me. Right, but apparently some aren't, and that's the concern. Well, if they aren't brought to me, if that's what you're saying, then they aren't lost. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, um. So, uh, um. What was the guy's name? <laughs> Dillagron. Oh, Burley. Burley. Burley sent us to see you. Um, mm. He thinks that you could aid us in this in our difficult situation. Mm. Um, it seems that things like um, my friend here, Hallowhawk, has said have gone missing, um, and. Uh, that the owners of the circus know a little bit more than they're letting on. Well, you could. Don't con don't confront them directly. That would be unwise. But yes, I'll help you where I can. And if you if you're looking for lost things, will you keep your eye out for Little Star? She'd be about oh, you... 400 kilos by now. Oh, wow. Right. How long back was this about? Oh, maybe 24, 24 years. Mm. Have you, um, when was, where, I'm sorry, where was the last place you found Little Star? Or seen. Star was with me in the carnival. Uh, any particular place in the carnival that we could start? Uh, we don't. I don't know 
about where you could start, but the all I have is a rumour she was following an orc. An orc child. You know, one of those pig-faced people. Oh. Wait. Pig-faced people. Yes, the Hall of Illusions. Uh, yes, I understand, Galatea. <laughs> so there's... So you know of these. What, what are these pig-faced people? Well, the, I was told an orc. I just said orcs are known for having a pig face. Snout and all that. <laughs> well, honestly, we could still... That's something worthy of investigating, considering that gentleman that was that ran in there, he was about to leave with the girl, and things are going missing here. Hmm. What do you think, Odin? That's some pretty, pretty clean logic. Should we go to the Hall of Illusions and figure that out, or or should we continue to figure out or get information from the witch, like or uh, uh, the was it? <laughs> oh my God, me and names today. Uh, the owners of oh, uh, the Mr. Witch, Mr. Light. Okay, Mr. Witch, Mr. Light. <laughs> wow. Which light? Which light carnival? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Um, perhaps the biggest clue we have so far is the pig people. Mm. If it's indeed them. That is true. <laughs> well, let's go back to the Hall of Illusions and see from there then. We'll make that our first stop. And then if that goes awry, then we'll come back here and we'll try to figure out a way to get information from Mr. and Mr. Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. Okay. So you make, your... <laughs> you make your way back to the Hall of Illusions. Um, the um, Dilagron says, here's a, if, you go, if you're going to be keeping an eye out for Star, take this ball. And by that, start, you'll you'll know if you're across if if you find my cub. Of course, and just to be clear, you are all right with aiding us and robbing your employers. You're investigating, aren't you? Robbing? What do you mean? Oh God. <laughs> We're just looking to create some leverage with ah. your bosses um, so we can extract information about the where, well, the, uh, we're trying to find information on those that are going lost that are not ending up at your lost place. I see. Um, can you roll a persuasion with advantage, Galatea? Let me know what you got. I can see it. Oh, 20. Well, hey, you only needed one roll. 20? Okay. Yep. Um, so Dilagron says that uh, um, she, I might be getting this mixed up, she is, is um, um, 
willing to help you in any way that she can. Um, she advises against confronting the carnival owners. Um, maybe if you sneak into the staff area and spy on them, um, there'll be plenty of chance also if you can be crowned the the uh, the um, queen, or king, the, the monarch. like a plan then um we'll do that in our worst case scenario is we go back to our first plan stealing <laughs> um, right the elaborate plan to win a lot of games which then might get us around the monarch which is theoretically the only way to get us close to these two gentlemen to then enact the grand plan of somehow stealing from them uh in front of everyone and, I mean, technically, we're halfway there because you won the race and you're really good at, like, poem slams and or we did that whole, like, this thing that got us invited in the first place. So we're already halfway there. We can just keep doing that. And then on top of that, kind of go back to the Hall of Illusions and figure that out, like, as a side. Who in the gods are you? <laughs> Galatea. Ah, Talking like an investigator. A sleuth. So, what do you say? I say I'm not really comfortable with any of this, but I am a bit more concerned with this person trying to lead Paul Rubin astray back in the mirror, so we start there. <clears throat> You may, if you become monarch, the monarch is granted a boon from the carnival. You may not need to steal anything if you can earn the crown. Ah, see, that's more low-behearted thoughts that I like. Like I said, that'll be our first plan, and then worst-case <laughs> worst scenario, steal. everything goes awry. So let's continue. Okay. What should we do next? Well, do we want to play games until we win something or go investigate the halls again? Honestly, I'm quite curious about this whole pig face thing, and I'd like to go check out the halls again. The halls, we could simultaneously. Uh, go in to play whatever games may be within and investigate. That's true. That's a decent point. I guess on the way to the halls we can see what we can pick up. Okay. So now on the lookout for two different type of people now. As well. Very true. So let's head off to the halls. Alright. Um... You head off to the um, Halls of Illusion and uh, can everyone roll a either perception or investigation, one or the other? Just as you're, you're now sort of in sort of snooping mode. 
rather than just slack-jawed rubberneck looking around. Those are good rolls, guys. Let's see what I can do. Holy moly. Okay, so we've got a 22 of wow. invest... Rightio. Saves them up. Okay. <laughs> so Odin uh, pulled out the goods with his investigation, piecing uh, and um, Galatea. So Galatea, um, with your 23 perception, you've spotted... You've heard. Oh! Get out of my way, you, you with your boorish manners. And uh, it's the voice. Um, and uh, um, eloquent, um, projecting, uh, enunciating every syllable. Um, and uh, you're, you're certain it's, um, it's the voice of Candlefoot that you've heard a few times now. Um, Odin, you, um, after that's pointed out, have a look at this, um, the character making the voice and you can tell that there's something wrong and you can tell that this, this character, which looks like a human customer, human patron, um, has an odd walk, an odd gait. And it's more like sort of shuffling to one side and the head's moving backwards and forwards, more like a bird. They're not quite masking everything. And you reckon they're under some sort of disguise. Uh, I reckon that might be our guy. Yes, I, I agree. I, I, I'm hearing uh, Candlefoot's. Uh, voice again. How to help Europe over there? Yeah, what's that? Uh, over there, hello, um, uh, hello, hawk. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Uh, Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late. Uh, <laughs> you've just had that little shooter from uh, Mister Light. Yeah. Um, it's you're so inspired. Um, okay, so hello, Hawk. Uh, all three of you have uh, you've you've got your eye on um, the snippety voice, and they don't seem to have noticed you at this point, at least. But we definitely see him. Yes, just making his way through the crowd. I think let's get to him quick before you. Steps away. All right, so we're sure that's the guy. Yes. Go on, Hollyhock. Fair enough. And I'm going to uh, kind of speed walk toward him. Okay. Citizens arrest. (laughs) (laughs) Speed walk behind Hollyhock. Okay. You catch. That'd be a sprint for me. Okay, speed walk. So that I'm I'm inferring from that that um, there's a bit of deception, like you're trying to close the distance quickly without sort of calling out that he's actually being chased. Yeah. 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 Okay. Can you roll a deception with advantage because he hasn't spotted you? How'd you go? Nineteen. 
Okay, right, so you managed to speed walk right up behind him. Iron bear hug. Okay, uh, roll to hit. This is a surprise. Or are you just going grapple? You don't need um, to. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going for a grapple. Yeah, okay, all right, so just roll your athletics. Um, he'll try and. Oh, a 19, crikey. Ooh, big oof. How'd you go? Oh, if I don't have advantage, I didn't get it. <laughs> no, um, no, but you do, and you and you you bear hug him, and you've got him, um, and then I guess the other two of you can pounce as well, and uh, you disrupt an illusion, and um, I'll show you. Uh, and the the image shifts, and you see there's this sort of crow looking um, uh, figure, wearing wings. Get your hands off me! Oh no no no! <laughs> I think you have at least one thing that's not yours. Uh, let me see. Unhand me. <laughs> it's bizarre Not seeing until... it. Yeah. Go, Galatea. <laughs> Not until you return um, that guy's voice. <laughs> oh, I didn't steal it. I was just borrowing it for a time. It's stealing if you don't ask. Don't you know that us Kenku have no voices with which we can... Our voice is not... Not becoming. <laughs> that doesn't give you the right to take his voice. Um, if you want us to let go, you have to give it back. And then we have a few questions too. Um, okay, he, he acquiesces and says, I was going to give it back anyway. I'm, okay, ask away. Are you working with anyone? Uh, did you come in here with anyone? Uh, well, <clears throat> many years ago I, I made a pact, a fae pact with the archfae Zybilna. She rules the fae wild domain of Prismia. Something's amiss with my patron, I fear. I'm a warlock, as you probably guessed, from my powerful presence. No, poor Zybilna, or poor me, is we are no longer in touch. Very disconcerting for us warlocks. So, it's, why were you heckling the mermaid? Right. Losing touch with your god is a far cry from stealing things here. Well, I'm heckling. You were heckling. Well, it's just a bit of fun. <laughs> I'm about to have a bit of fun with your legs if you <laughs> 
Well, I've been I've been trying to question the the, the carnival's owners about Prismere, and they keep dodging the question. They know more. They know more than they're letting on. And I must find Zybilna. Maybe we can aid you. Maybe we can aid each other. Um, and uh, Kettlesteam says that uh, during her last visit, snooping into the, into the staff area, um, uh, they, they heard a conversation and um, uh, she uses her mimicry to exactly imitate, and it sounds like Mr. Light and Mr. Witch talking to one another. And you can hear Mr. Light's agitated voice. Someone is going to find out about this. They'll shut us down. And Witch, um, he, uh, the kettle steam's perfect. Like Kenku would just completely perfectly imitate whatever they've ever heard. But they cannot form... Um, independent sentences of their own <clears throat> someone we agreed to this pact and this is mr um uh mr witch's voice no, mr light's voice sorry we agreed to this pact our hands were forced but our eyes open we let the coven take what it wants in return we get to stay in business that's what you want right And I can paste that into the chat just to so you don't have to. Interesting. So they made a pack in order to keep the business going. But what was it that made them? What, what would what would make the business go down? What would shut it down? Kettle steam. Well, I don't know. That's why I've been causing trouble in the carnival, trying to ruffle feathers. Oh. I don't feel like those, the outcome is going to be what you want. It's not worked so far. Did it? How so? No, it's not worked so far. <laughs> oh, it didn't? Yeah, okay. Well, that's my point. <laughs> I can't enter Prismia to find out what happens to Zelbilna, but perhaps you can. Actually, that's brilliant. What's brilliant? Uh, me! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Why are you brilliant? You still haven't come up? Like, haven't found anything? I can't go to Prismia to find out about what's happened to Zabiona, but you can. I have no... I have a pact with her. I'm... She's my patron. Unless you're also... Archphase I Bilna Warlocks. No. No, I, I don't think... Well, anyone here? Oh, we've just met, but... Well, assuming that your um, fairy friend um, is with you, so we'll just have to make sure about whether they're continuing. But if they are, you've got a fairy sort of with you somewhere, sort of shuffling their feet, going, mm, I Yeah, I am actually looking... I am quested... I have my own patron and my own mentor, but... Um, their patron was Zybilna, and they had asked me to investigate this while I was here. Oh, interesting. So, um, uh, Theo will, will um, confirm 
from a different source that another warlock has said the same thing, that they've lost their touch with Zobilna. And Kettlesteam eventually produces a corn husk doll with a thorny stem tied around its neck. Look at this corn doll. Doesn't it look like Candlefoot? And it's like a voodoo doll type thing, you know. You tie the tie the tie the barbed wire around its neck, and and the voice is stolen. That's horrifying. Well, you can always unwrap the the wire. What what was that going to do for you? Well, it would enable me to cause more enough ruckus to be brought before the, the monarch, the, the um, light, witch and light. So we're just afraid to tell you nothing? Yes, well, we were told that if you are, what is it called, um, become the monarch? Ah, monarch. Excite everyone that we'll, you'll get brought to. That like would, us, we were actually brought to. That would be another way, but much harder. Is it? More effort. Well, I guess, yes, for a Kenku. <laughs> well, um, have, you, uh, have you been to the Hall of Illusions? Um, yes. Did you witness um, a pig face? Uh, let's see. Um, he says he's seen a, a, a pig-faced girl um, chasing someone through the, the tents. Not in the Hall of Illusions, though. I see. Hmm, okay. Um, have you... Have you... Spoken... Uh, nope, never mind. Mm. He, he already saw... He already saw Witch and Light, right? And they dismissed him? No, he hasn't so, like, had it... Uh, um, he's tried to, and they've been dismissive Dodgy. and not even agreed to... An audience. Um, take this to Candlefoot, I guess. Thank you. Um, we'll try to aid you and figure this out. Um, it's going to take us some time. You didn't happen to get in here by the way of a ticket with your name on it. No, it's cost me a fortune to keep coming all the time. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, I, I guess we'll go return this to Candlefoot okay. and figure out what we can do. So, um, uh, Kettle Steam would go with you. You get back 
you get back to the Hall of Illusion, which is where Candlefoot was, um, was and uh, he sort of looks very angry and sort of stomps up silently. <laughs> to, um, and uh, <clears throat> and um, holds out his hand and um, the Kenku sort of unwraps the... Um, the barbed wire, and uh, eventually, sort of, uh, Candlefoot. <coughs> well, thank you. That's about time. And uh, um, we're all, and and he says, "This is incredible. Oh, you've done a wonderful thing. Now I can go to Plusher, my sweet." And he, uh, um, anything, anything I can do for you, the world is yours. And um, uh, he dashes off with his uh, thespian voice um, to go and talk to Palasha for some reason. Now, let us... And, and with that, after a while, you hear this din go through the crowd and um, the, the mood ups. And basically, there's this lively, allegro... Calliope music playing throughout the whole thing. Um, everyone seems happy. There's this almost as if the it's it's um, infusing all the all the patrons as well. The there's not a cloud in the sky, a full moon shining down. The butterflies and birds and things that you see around the place with the ribbons on them seem to almost almost luminous. You see that hollow hawk, right? The brightness. Yes, I I do. This is this has been the strangest four hours of my life. Ah, yes, it has been interesting. Hmm. Maybe, maybe that's connected to what we're doing. We made someone happy. Well, I suppose so. They were talking about um, contributing to the mood of the carnival, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, that, that does make you think, though, doesn't it? What, what that bird was saying of light and witch talking to each other about letting someone take something so they can stay in business. And if people have gone missing, strange. Yes. Um, it is strange. <sighs> well, at least when we were looking for Reuben, saw this pig mask thing just walk back further into a mirror. I wonder if that might be something or just some weird magic trick or whatever, but if anything we can see about that before um, setting up a grand plan to burgle the two owners of this place. I agree. 
Let's head to the. Let's let's head in. I still don't like mimes. Okay, so you head inside the Hall of Illusion. Yep. Yes, and if I can remember <laughs> my direction through a maze of mirrors, just trying to go back to where uh, Ruben was looking into, possibly. Okay. We've lost our um, um, our goblin. Oh, he says I have to head here now. I can say to head out. Yeah, probably head out now. Okay. What time is it? Oh, it's twelve fifteen. Crikey! All right. Um, I think that given that, but also we're we're well past our our sort of three to four hours. Four hours would have been quarter of an hour ago. Um, so what say you, because we'll have Morella next week, we'll have Serith back, um, and we must have just gone, yeah, tick, ticked over beyond, I did, I missed the, um, comment from, uh, Odin, the old father, um, so with that, so you go into the Hall of Mirrors, and, um, we'll pick up your investigations of the Hall of Mirrors further, next time around, possibly with Selith joining you and uh, with Odin back. Um, yeah, sounds good. We'll see what happens to our shifter and whether we have any, any other characters joining us, maybe people that Selith may have roped into this little scheme uh, before we um, uh, move on to the next section. Um, yeah, all right. So with that, I'm going to crank out the closing and then we'll, we'll close out from there.